0: Screws uncut and unglued And when I bust through What the fuck is you gonna do? And if they want more I've in Sun Tzu I hold true That's like fucking with Goku And nice
1: cold killer veins Popping the cold brew I told you All the shit that I had to go through Is why my legacy Is what they giving a toast to So give me that money to brag Fuck
2: it, I'll double the bag bet. Better go shop for the day Couple I might as
3: well cover the last last week's Some of it's This past week's music is true, as well The singles But there's a lot of albums And singles that i You know <laughs> This is Chris Webby off the boat With Like the Cut him up with the This is Chris Webby with Busta Rhymes Kick a fucker back down Bitch you better
4: fucking back down Fuck him with and bus Get a smackdown Better sit your ass down
1: Don't you ever disrespect this we the ones you never wanna mess with Going all our scripts Oh motherfucker Eat your break your egg,
3: bitch. You know what I keep doing on Facebook? Because I know my trolls are always watching me, but they have the subreddit closed, right? I'm making them, well, I mean, I'm telling them now, right? But I'm making them think that I, I keep deleting my uh, Facebook post you gotta make it look like you're ashamed of the post, right? Because I put it in my blog anyways, or I'll, I'll I'll put some of my an accident. Well, this isn't an accident. I put one of my entries in my public Facebook page. What I typed in, or whatever. Watch him begging for his life back
4: Give me room to breathe, you don't want it with me, kill him uh-uh. Put him all asleep, give him all a little nightcap Let a brother weave another champagne speller See the way they front, better know we gotta fight back When you know we done, just put a statue on a pillow uh-huh. Every time I come in and I give
0: it to the people And
4: I burst your little bubble, and I spit a little evil And I hurt your little muscle, and I shoot the bullets equal You don't really wanna tussle when I hit you with the lethal Slime every single time around, rhyme yeah, you, you know I going to shine Yes, you know I'm gonna hit you all, hit you all, And they let the you I grind
1: Sniper the
3: this twenty two G's. a set of smoke. You fifteen
5: when <laughs> I jumped
1: off the
3: This I'm a Ice Spice. Pretty girl with Rima.
1: and
3: as you at you, got my eyes wide, Damn, so out of this world like sci-fi Looking at you, got my eyes wide. Damn. young bands who want smoke yeah. Here are the remixes to Little Dirks' All My Life Boy, This is, is a Boy remix the the It has the original stuff on it as well, but this is like, you know But I like, I like him doing the whole All My Life thing Straight, straight kids remix.
1: Deployed,
3: I know a fellow who's trying to get for it. Eric, Eric the, Eric, the uh, architect and this Channel Trey.
0: So. Oh, so glow, give it to you like a promo, cuz I'm a real nigger.
3: Just floating, a little baby and scrimmage. This is Buddy, free my mind. This is Nicholas Craven with Dark Law. this
1: space he walking and gazewid fork in his days. You disgust me like some folk in my face. Drop location, I can't both you I was husky when I came from upstate. I'm with his broad and he came with a cake. You flawed and you came with mistakes.
3: This is a uh, off the uh Chill spotlight. A, I was into the one song.
1: So they can make it like an automatic weapon stepping off in a traffic light. Check them, tears roll down the eyes that have rides side of a funeral procession. It lies with exes in his eyes, the unguarded, misdirected, smart cars roll past and laugh.
3: This is chaos. I heard that guy from Canadian, Canadian guy. K OS. I don't hear for him that often but when he comes out with something, you know, it's pretty good. This Boca- number eight, this is the same guy, this is the living legends, Del the Funky Hobie Sapien.
0: My trigger, but I'm not triggered. Been the younger me. One could see I still got bigger. Even if I was blindfolded in a catacomb with no dad on, singing the saddest song, I'd still make it back home. Checking in, I recommend you find shelter from the wrecked wind. These strings are like a second skin. One to
3: ten. Living Legend is a group with uh, Mers, Lucky M's, uh, Sunspot, Sunspot John's, the Grouch, Eli- Elijah. Uh, Str- ASAP the black wolf. I don't know, the bunch of guys
1: you can't about
3: the, world. the Emperor, tried to silence Ronin This is uh, Keith Marie. Seasoning. Oh.
0: Get the party jump. Murray got that seasoning. Oh.
3: This is crime apple
0: guys out here crew hopping moving the like fuck? they running out of time I'm getting new watches nice. need another one mystery kebabs for a Greek bitch wow. bring out the med you have off the pinch shit I think fish, smell like bank notes your rank though no. match up no. or qualify I no. merely no. here to monetize Bohemian Grove going to stole with the demonic eyes wow. last pass killed two smokers I won't apologize
3: <laughs> this is a micro made it Sway Lee a of
1: different read she chirped instantly you was pressing in a 3 point from my standpoint
3: point this is cooking soul in the god for him Run sport
1: the dog, don't know my full since flows ain't you like room and stone can't be a clone my legacy is written in stone i made it known i made it known i'm self made and got to worry about a layoff stand righteous while i navigate the chaos you get out what you put in commission on
3: This is Kevin Abstract. What should I do? This is Wiki and Tony Seltzer. This is Jay Worthy, Kamea, and Harry Fraud's album. On the Chevy, let me bounce that shit. Get money I played the, the
0: song day. a couple of weeks ago. Got in my pocket,
3: close in hand, in nine a.m. There's in the on here Blood I represent like every day. You never I Seven songs. There's the money in the bag. If I come around,
2: Just pull
0: up. I'm with a gang of me faded shit. And I ain't never slowed down like active. I
3: fuck with bitches like you. I just want to fuck with bitches that's bold. I just want to fuck with bitches like oh, this is, is Figaro Fortune. Rag Tap, to Rag Top Ragtap, r- Ragtap Riches. With Dram
0: my high shit, sipping, sitting, such a pot, and bubble like the water that be sitting in the crack pot. Hit the blade, lurking for out of pocket, ho for hire, and then
3: this is TF's album. There's fifteen songs on here I liked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: I'm breaking bread with the wolves, nigga you be with the shit I feel it, it's destiny cause I'm fresh out of love it's
3: palm trees
0: No 9 to 5, it's 4 times, just living dope, uh, getting, by. getting by Heavy traffic, cross the state lines, Ooh. niggas make it back, everybody love you Switched up faster than a blinking eye Speaking of, the niggas you don't fuck with when you die They gon' post you up, the caption gon' say some dumb shit like it was love <laughs> What the fuck?
1: Right in front of that liquor store Like can yeah. fucking white bitches to my low skis. Just has
3: schoolboy Q on it
1: What <laughs> oh, did
0: she like me?
1: LeBron Savannah showed our growth ain't stuck huh? from segregated
0: This is residential part two for Money out the ceiling Yeah, we fresh
3: off residentials Fresh off residentials presidentials No D window
0: for show pop and don't go bareback yet. No, you
1: don't you gotta feel you
0: do Squabbles in the kitchen, you the dogs get to barking. bicycles check you don't feel
3: hidden stages.
6: Let me say that too this to get your fingers high
0: hey they said that's where they started hip hop you know i'm all about the roads
3: and the orthodontist is what I- yeah. this is a some fly shit right
1: Paul Wall and album we with it.
3: This has 14 songs on it i liked uh, 1 2 3 4 we 5 outside.
1: 6 7 8 9 9 not
0: anyways that's a fact Eyes on the prize Where you enjoy the mirror mics But outside Fresh up out the coop Yeah, we travel traveling
2: high Palm trees The summer
3: breeze Kisses Do you know how to See on it It's called Magic and I want you to know
0: Breathing all of my roses now On a for no clout Show you what it is to a game remain devoted I'm the candy coded, most quoted known as the poet-poet pockets bloated talk about pull it. high full of poking apple over silver soaking yeah the beast has been awoken it's the mr. woken Deep freeze of my mouth frozen his turn like a token when you see me coasting I'm no yeah you heard. Oh, no riders hot raws in the muscle cars had to long for handouts go kick you some
3: Cause positive vibes with tony sunshine so I not heard this to guy to in a while This is cuz God made with PD crack
1: You need might tighten back then in my fighting uh, this slim little waist So let's get rushed by i I'll be on the
0: way I just is different I feel the tension You got to pay close attention watch and listen Everybody I
3: get high Call smoke something.
1: My diamonds, icy hot shit. Is that I see hot. it. The fire, clean. Watch me fire up a stick while spin. up with
0: some real tens, but their brains cook. You gonna have to bring
3: an army. There's no to
0: apologies. Take- apologies. My It's called Real
3: Life, it's a start-finish. your names on here. This is one song I like from Neff Nef DeFaro's album. the last bitch, got dropped off big the $16 here, but this is the big, the big Pimpin' sample on here.
1: And Ashton. Rocky and my cup, I'm chewing on a black man. She gon' let me fuck, I hit her with that nephew style. This has to my pussy, even though it's been a while. She gon' suck the dick when I get tissed to me down. Rocky and my
0: cup, sweet. Sweet. So sweet. doggy do, him, We don't go. Every time he sugar too, the they be like that they go. <laughs> we pull up, so pull up, pull up, jump out, jump out. Jump out, jump out.
3: This is e Mo- that was e Mozzie. this is e too. too. He's, I think he's Mozzie's Mozzie's brother, but like, I don't know, I never really like e Mozzie's too much, whatever, you know. I, not, not that I hate the guy in there, I just like never really, I like Mozzie's album better than his album. This is, this is Ren, Seven Sins.
1: My messiah cursed my maker. I cursed all of creation. There I lay, feeble and thin. Sick boy,
5: sick boy, seven.
1: Nine, have you ever felt pain? Stomach wrenching, unrelenting. Tell me, have you ever felt pain? From muscles branching Tell me, have you
3: ever felt Lost all faith. Sir, my Eighteen songs had three of them.
0: I lift up my eyes to the hills. Pain is my shepherd, my soul.
1: I For goodness sake, man, I'm ready to break. Still theatre in the first round. The tat, tat, tat. What a roll. Honestly, I get down, yeah. I was born shameless. Fighting, I'm crying with the neighbors. Brother, I should want to my
0: name is. I was born famous. Friends at the hot step up.
3: Is OT the real? Yeah. Was largely expanded, so they want to know who water sopranos. But I think y'all know this whole song, have like three of them Just called The Crown, The Strong Survive, this Ice Baby. This is one song that I like on Bad Bunny's album I I'm always on and off with his album, you know Sometimes I like a lot of his songs, sometimes I won't, you know That, that, guy, that rapper Mike, you know, the capital M-I-K-E There's four songs I kinda like There's 24 songs on here. I like one, I like four songs on here. This is
1: Do You Believe. One of the hosts
3: this show. This is They Don't Stop in the Rain.
1: This is
3: Golden Hour.
1: The Larry Tunes. This is Offset's album The 13 songs, I like 13 songs on here This has 21 songs on it, you know
3: on the river, Jesus. just say my grace with Travis Scott. Have a debate. we talking about popping up, promise of filling away. I took the bodies up out of my closet, I buried
2: them deep in the still in the way. I know some little niggas got baptized, Trap cars, they can't put the drill in the way. Had the powerways with a,
3: very, a pretty good album. You know what I mean? Be a the, Ask God the beats are pretty good, he flows well on it. Some good features.
0: Straight out of Atlanta. Why the judge and the cops trying to jam us Why I keep getting all of these chances Why me got I need answers Speak your mind and you might get cancelled your ring and cost
3: me a phantom witness Speak your, your mind you might get cancelled Dirty the to 30 30 money. Yeah, my beast, a star stamped. This is work there with Don Tolliver
1: whatever <laughs> <laughs>
3: This Freaky with Cardi B.
0: boy coming like the Freaky, yo. If that bitch is not a freak, she Sheen none. none. Kick that bitch up, fight the spite of Sheen bust. I'm a rich nigga, man, I'm filthy. filthy. Make a bitch, baby daddy, wanna kill me. Freak, freak is freaky. Spend a bag and Chanel text me. Freak, freak. going to got me a new AK to my dog up the
2: road some J pay i had to pretty
0: hoes, the straight way burn new buck and I call it up drop the Bay. van don't you lie better do the bang shot <laughs> it rock i given bullets no matter your size bitch dog get you the max max bitch dog and i beef with us she fucking with last want to leave with us we posted the flame and they eat it up i ordered the bravado to i already called it back i don't fuck on the bitch Night vision. Yeah, I spent twenty thousand I got shooters on the outside.
3: I speak. can be.
0: Uh-huh. I light up a uh-huh. my song, my money is grown. She told me to keep it a- uh-huh. Got in my thumb to my- This
3: is a dope boy with young Nudie
0: we'll dope, 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 dope boy Dope boy, not. Dope boy, dope Dope boy, blah better not
3: say this is Princess Kite with chloe
0: tell her clean the house with me when i, I up on the balcony i like the way she go down Chanel got a deal smell I her she looking
3: fine me this is on the they set fuck it up.
0: Fuck it up. And I never lose let's go. And happy ever since healthy to myself healthy
2: uh,
3: There's two songs I like on Big Bo- Big Baby Gucci's album Drug Bender This has 18 songs on it too This is like I'm famous This is West Side Gun. Yeah, yeah. There's 21 songs on here. I liked uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey uh, yo, I had to my Twelve songs on here. This is a pretty decent album. The thing is, he comes out with so many that like sometimes his best, some of better songs go on the other albums. If he paced out his like official releases, maybe people wouldn't be complaining about his album so much. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is Mama Prime Time.
1: Such and such grew with no justice, no.
3: This is Jaden with the no Machine,
1: like the bus. either Martin,
3: this Costas.
1: Just
3: wanna this has the original trio name. right here, but I'm in Vegas, with glasses with the down bucket, crosses on the A Mary's with the bu- <laughs> this is suicide not- and self fridges. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got fresh 15, hooked on aces, I'm stepping on your shit, come automatic, and don't forget to switch, hold, hold up, up. That's block. hey yo, ain't nobody fresher, that's world till behind me, brains everywhere on the wall, Go get some diamond, back to back, gone berry, on about to it. Hanging out the vomit, hangin' up the hard, man, go smoke, chopstick, everything I see, with niggas, yeah, I never rocked it, back to the little Vance, burnin' a whole deep pocket, I see them all three.
3: This is called kitchen lights let's go
1: This is for shit cause let me reason like
0: We don't leave
1: we buy the whole Do you I can tell you would tell you you
0: <laughs> am more bad than you mad why you mad don't do bread for me reach for my granddaddy
3: what you put in my wrist say i get
1: back this is called chloe
3: yeah. shit. this is ultra gazilda which is like Green Z- and zelda like the game zelda Ultra-Gram, Ultra-Gram, Ultra-Gram. Mm. This is Jalen Rose, boy, with, with Boldy James.
0: Up. We was never in into chasing clouds, see my haters out, and I'm a boy, I can't
3: All these niggas had it in the streets, now gang shit, buddy. This is Steven Joanie. I did to touch me, ah. told that the
1: junkies. You ain't never lived like me, split chi-chis with your punkies. Say ah. husky, chop and break up me, kiss me on that gold. And I'm a clever, ah. bitch, do fuck
3: on my groove. This is Mr. everything with Jeezy
1: yeah.
3: and then you pray for me what's the album, what's the album called And here is some of Gucci Mane's album. This has 24 songs on it. I liked because it's two, two discs. One, One, two, three, four, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 songs on here. This is Must Be Me. This is Thank Me.
2: Quill man, quill man.
3: This pretty girl to a young doll.
0: Just I didn't even imagine. Hey. Here's a J. Cole one.
3: Might I like J. Cole verse a lot of this. to with- Mr. and Mrs. Perfect.
0: My life perfect. She's perfect. She's perfect. She misses perfect. said, I can't go to London because I was sitting. We went out to Dre had made the cranny. Now I'm on a natural highway, cup and went to running. This shit needs to live. You see me standing, I know that it hurts. you. know it hurts. I came from the rockers, I'm pissing further. The house on the beach is quite total. You see me standing, I know that out of money. They that but be me, but it's hard to be me. No, put on some
3: that nobody My watch grumbling. Ain't about my shoes. I saw a man had no front side in their face. They don't see me coming. I never the weed. Home with the neighborhood. Oh, but none of This is an 06 Gucci. With 21 the baby and 217. Savage
0: You don't like the way I'm yeah, whip, okay. I can't even put it up in the brand new car. Just pissy like I'm, so all- like Elliot, like I'm Stack my bread. no mystery in my history.
1: To turn- Just Wappenheimer
0: But what you shout out to my wife, she had a dollar and a son for me. Shout out to my that little time but we went- and yeah.
3: the this is big boy diamonds. Big Kodak diamonds? I you know had to go through uh, do, uh, the, uh, normally I have like at least 50-60 songs overall of the week. You know what I mean? From the albums and the singles. There's like over a hundred songs that I had to do. So I went over this quickly. Normally, even doing less of the fucking songs, it takes me over like 40 to 15 fucking minutes. It took me like a half hour to get through it. But yeah, those are the songs that I like from previous... I mean, some of them are probably from this past week. I think Gucci Mane's album was like last... Like, you know, actual the last week's re- last week's release. But it was like early on last week's release, which is why I fucking, you know, got to it. But yeah, so I'll be back in one second. All right, I am back on the podcast. I decided to go on Tumblr live. I don't know if uh, you know, anyone's going to say anything. One, one person with no picture just already put eyes there. So that normally means, you know, I don't know if that's like, just like, oh, he's just here to watch or oh, we're watching you basically. I don't know. Yeah, so I decided again. I still gotta do the recaps, man. I, I'm still behind. I mean, listen. I'm. I'm. You know. I can do Raw, NXT, SmackDown quick. Somebody's calling me a thick bear, I. Okay, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a bear. If you mean that in the you know in the in the in the context of you know someone being gay. <laughs> If she's, a, if this is a, I mean, if you're a chick, you know what I, mean? I mean, hold on a second, hold on, I don't know. Hold on a second, let me see the comments. Well, I, I, hope, I hope you're a chick saying that, you know, I mean, listen, if you're a guy, I mean, listen, I, I appreciate the compliment. I'll take, you know, I'll take any, I'll, I'll, I'll take any. Like I just don't roll that way, you know what I mean? It it'd be a lot hotter if it was a chick if it was a chick saying that to me, you know. Like I want to assume that if, uh that that like a you know a hot a hot chick is here who's a chubby chaser. You know, is saying that to me. You know. <laughs> so I'll I'll cover some of the topics that I wanted to talk about. I might get distracted by who's in here and who's, you know, what's not in here, you know what I mean, but, uh, there's, uh, you know, it says, uh, I think there's like, you know, I think like three people in here, it says there's one in here, but it's just, it's just three people in here, though, you know, I don't know. Someone's giving me a heart. Okay, well. N- n- now I'm going to be like, you know, I- I'm hoping that it's, it's uh, you know, if it's the person I'm thinking about in my head, you know, and, and, and she's in here, then, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's already, like, you know, like getting me going here. Um, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, listen, I, 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 I've been trying. Listen, I, the only thing that's, like, dominating the news cycle, at least for me online, is definitely the whole, you know, Palestine-Israel shit. Um, you know, it's like, you know, and it's just more horrific fucking news. And, like, you know, you, and it feels like, like, the thing is, like, I'm not trying to equate and say, oh, there's both sides, um, you know, in the oppression issue. Because it's, it's again, like I've said before, it's no, it's no contest on who, who the aggressors have been, who they are, who they are. If you, if you, if you like, like, literally are justifying what, like, like, you don't have to condemn, you don't have to, uh, I mean, you don't have to condone what Hamas did to, like, not be, not see the humanity and how wrong, uh, what the, what the retaliation is. And if you think that that's gonna solve the fucking world issues while, like, everyone just stands by, that's gonna make people hate Israel a lot more. And that's not me and that's not me fucking saying that all the citizens there support what's going on. Like I'm, I'm happy that there's people in the fucking you know in, in Israel that are protesting, asking for Netanyahu to step down. you know what I mean? so, but, but, so, so like before any... because, because the thing is, it's like with the when I try to do like, oh, the both sides part, it's not like both sides of, of the citizens who are going out to protest, who are showing solidarity with Palestinians. I know there's more of that going on, but there's also fringe people who do have fucking power. Just because it's online, and and, and, and you can't say this is like a brand new thing that I'm doing. I've been saying this for the last couple of years, that the online has become part of the fucking propaganda as well. With some, of the, with some of the shit that some of the people who are prominent in the alt media have co-signed, who they co-signed. Yeah, I, ha- I, I have to take in consideration if their intention is actually to free Palestine or are you luring people into another, another side of the coin that's going to lead to fundamentalism. While the super pro-Israel people are just going to justify what the fuck goes on. You know, there's going to completely justify, like, you know, every single fucking thing that's being done. They even have to, get like, you know, to toy with your emotions by making it seem like it's a fucking murder-she-wrote mystery. Oh, did they purposely, did they purposely do it, or did they accidentally do it? Did they even do it? Did they bomb the hospital? Did they bomb a a, a church? And it's like, we all know the fucking answer, but they're going to, like, make it a debatable fucking thing. Which is like putting more sport, like in the midst of all this horrific shit going on, a lot of people are choosing to socially climb up and use this as a fucking uh, a vehicle to become more fucking credible because you're better than the mainstream media. Like, if, if, if you can't even fucking acknowledge that that's going on as well, then honestly, then you're also brainwashed a little bit as well. Like, I, I I understand but I'm trying not to be listen just like the way that I don't like how people are being reactionary like it was 9/11 and they want fucking blood they want blood of Muslims all in their fucking hands but I also don't want to be super fucking reactionary in what the call like just go oh, go well this person said, this person said free Palestine so I gotta fucking believe what Jackson Hinkle is fucking doing. I gotta, you know, I gotta believe some of these fucking people that have aligned with brown shirts. I gotta believe that their intentions are 100%. And if you don't think that that's, if you don't think that's, like, also propaganda online, that is kind of fucking mainstream. Because a lot of people go to other outlets to now fucking get their news. The only time mainstream media is in the fucking news, online at least, is when they're fucking saying some of the most horrible fucking shit... That's put out there, and it's like they're, it's like they're, it's like it's like they want people to see that there's no fucking, you know. Okay, well, if these people are not seeing my humanity, I might as well just just completely go on that side. Like and again, like and, and I'm not saying going on that on that side is bad in the sense that you're supporting the people that are being fucking really oppressed and have gone through some of the worst fucking shit on the planet. But, like, there's p- people who are gatekeepers who kind of have, like, you know, lured other people in. And they have, like, you know, like, it, it, like if you're someone that's pro-Putin, but then you're somehow pro-Palestin- pro-Palestine, yeah, there's a part of me that doesn't fucking trust what, what, you, what all your narratives are. That's, like, the fucking reality. That doesn't mean that I don't give a shit about Palestinians. It doesn't mean that, what's it called? I think, oh, the issue of what's going on in Palestine and Israel is a both-sides fucking issue. No, it's mainly a one-side fucking issue. Because even if you use Hamas as an example of what's bad over there, in my personal opinion, what's it called? I, you know, like I I personally think they fucking like the Hamas is around, but people use the technicalities... ...of them, like, uh, back in, like, 2005, 2006... ...that, you know, the last election, apparently... ...where where they're basically put in there, you know what I mean? Like, I actually hear about PLO and all that kind of shit... ...and how, you know, like, you know, like, 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 like... like ...they got kind of fucking taken out, kind of, in a way... ...you know what I mean? I I, I can't memorize every single thing... ...and again, I want to clarify that I'm not a fucking expert, obviously... But I am a dumbed-down fucking guy that has fallen for a lot of propaganda. And I can admit that in the 2010s, I was falling for very reactionary shit that's still leading you into anti-Semitism. Even though I fucking wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment of free Palestine and all that type of shit. I don't think you're a bad person going to protest. I don't think everyone going to these fucking protests are horrible fucking people. Are there people that are being funded to be sent there to basically make it look like everyone there is pro-Hamas? Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. But there's also some people on the fucking... who say they're on the left, who also defend... Like, for example, they're more fucking concerned with going at fucking supposed liberals who are not really liberal. They're actually, like, conservative, closetly. You know what I mean? They probably, like, donated to, like, maybe some liberal causes, but... Like, if, if the ones that you're seeing that are fucking going the super pro-Israel route, those ones are really fucking conservative. They're not fucking, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and and, 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 and some, of these, all, all, all some of these mainstream media uh, outlets, they're not fucking liberal as people fucking think they are. Maybe in the... All of a sudden, people suddenly fucking identified them as being solely liberal when the whole time people have been telling me for the last, like, ten years... That these people are basically fucking Republican. You know, I don't know. Um, but the, the people that are using this, like, situation to do the kayfabe... Like, I look at the presidencies um, as, like, you know, in, in WWE. Like, the presidents are the world champions. You know what I mean? And some, and some of them be like, oh yeah, I can be proud of this guy representing for the company and all that kind of shit. Or even, like, you know what I mean? Oh, this is the best good guy that we fucking have, even though, you know. Which then leads you to cheer on the anti-hero types. Which is why you get your Trumps and your Tucker Carlson's in the, in the system of WWE, essentially. And you start thinking that they're the ones who are babyface. Right? So, if you're using the situation to go, oh, see, this is why you shouldn't vote for Biden. And again, I'm not going to say go and vote for fucking Biden. Vote for whoever you want. Here's, here's the thing about this whole, uh, this whole, this oh, th- th- this is the most important election of our fucking cycle in every fucking avenue now. The reason why, in my personal opinion, is because there's going to be implications that happen because of this stuff, where the world's going. But the reason why they're making it an election form, because even if everyone goes out and goes and votes for whoever they vote, like, now that they've shown you that there's no fair finishes since 2016, and then 2020, obviously, it feels like we're not going to get, like, oh, a, a clean fucking win. So either way, it's going into the direction. So people that are now using the situation to go, oh, well, um, I think, uh, I think uh, B- B- Biden, I-, I think, you know, the, the, the people that are using, like, you know, this to go, like, to pivot, pivot, pivot more to Trump, essentially, they're not telling you everything, because Trump is a, a, another world champion, Biden is another world champion, and the guy who's writing the storylines is Vince McMahon. So whatever direction Vince McMahon wants the storyline of his company to go, much like the people who own the fucking country they'll write where the story who they want as the face of the end game and i i have been saying for so long that like if like on the surface things will get like cause it's supposed to get worse every time these guys go on to do like a, a, a speech it's it's normally uh you know designed for online fodder essentially Oh my God! Can you believe how much like how comedic it is that Biden can't answer a question? Can you see him breaking? Then we have NFL play by play of how Biden his knees are weakening and he's breaking down. He's falling apart. Trump, Donald Trump will trip on something. You know what I mean? We're doing play by play analysis of that, and we think that that's like not by design. So if you're buying what's being said on the surface as the be all end all. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you're using the the, the storylines that have been playing out. And you're not telling people how it's booked. Then you're also a fucking liar to me. Like, you have the obvious bad faith actors. Like, you know, Gavin McInnes coming out now out of nowhere. I didn't see him in a while on Twitter. Apparently he's been on Twitter now. Apparently. Um... But, like, he's, again, they're using that situation about the tiki torches and how, like, some of these protests with some of the fucking fringe groups. I bet you the same people that he's saying are being anti-Semitic, I bet you his ilk are the ones that are sending some of the, because, again, you've already shown us that there's token Muslims that are going to fucking align with your cause for the anti-LGBTQ, anti-trans stance to go to your fucking, go, go to all these schools. So yeah, I can buy that some of the anti, like the, like those, like the ones that are being so obvious, the pro Hamas shit. I can be, I, I can sense that some of these fucking post-left types or uh, right-wing types are the ones sending the fucking really, like, you know, they're, they're trying to put more, they're trying to like co-sign what's going to happen. But Gavin McInnes wants to do the overall anti-Muslim thing. Where he's basically now going? Oh, they—they they said the tiki torches, um, was the ultimate white supremacy. But now they're not saying anything. I don't know. People are saying things about the fucking protest. All I see. What, what, what's Gavin McGinnis fucking saying that? No, like, what, what's he trying to say that? What they call no one's talking about about it. All I've seen uh, from a lot of fucking outlets that have been covering this. I've, I've, you, know, you, you literally have Bill Maher fucking. Like, trying to fucking, you know, uh, get people not to go to college anymore, because people are are being pro-Palestinian and shit. And and anyone that's pro-Palestinian is being equated for pro-Hamas. And they might use sensationalist shit to basically make, make it go that fucking way, in my personal opinion. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, but yeah. So, but, 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 but you see, like between the insurrection and between like the tiki torches shit, that was like overall symbolism of where the where the world is going and what they fucking want. But they made it look so over the top and cartoonish that people don't think that like 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 the one that looked really frightening to a lot of people was the BLM protest. Basically, that's why they keep using that one over and over again to be, and 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 some of those have been proven that some of the stuff that was being started started there were like agents that were fucking doing that. there was one guy really on fucking tape that was really obvious and 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 even if you had uh, certain people like the, some of the people who like you know some of the people who are like on the like who are left j- j- during that and now have gone more to the right. Like, some of those people that were in current... This is why I'm saying the whole, like, generalization of, like, feds or cops, right? If, if I believe that there's already... If I believe in my, in my heart of hearts that there's faction warfare already going on in this world, I can believe that different fucking feds and different fucking cops are on different fucking sides, right? So during that time, because, like, you know, you're seeing cops... Get away, especially the ones on 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 camera getting away with some horrible, horrendous, some fucking you know you know what I mean, and they're making it seem like it's just some regular situation. I I believe that they're like targeting specific targets, since cops have all your information and uh, and they're and some and some of these cops are owned by billionaires. Like I believe the billionaires are the ones that are kind of like putting everything else into chaos. They're they're the ones that are above the law. They can fund a lot of shit. But since but since then, some of the people that were all like ACAB, basically have gone more to the fucking right. In my personal opinion, were were people that were like kind of encouraging it. So part of me wonders if like, like like because again you're under the impression that this is all self defense and just people stick with the system, right? And that th- and that's obviously a case of what's going on. But I wonder if some of the bad faith actors that helped encourage that type of shit, you know, we're, we're doing it so it can actually make people's lives actually worse. You know, There's a lot of people coming in here now. I don't know how many of them have stayed. I'm just doing a podcast right now. You know what I mean? I'm just uh, I'm just kind of going all over the place. I talk about the stuff. I, just, I want to stream for a bit to do it, but. You know, I mean, thanks for, for the ones that are sitting here watching and, you know, not really, you know. You know, I don't know. Um, just looking at here, right here. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, man, Um, you know. And then, like, see, like, this is a, t- like, for example, right? Like, for example, someone that I used to respect, Brianna, for example. Like, I used to, like, really kind of, like, you know, like, I thought, like, she used to make a lot of fucking sense. But, like, in the midst of all this, this is what she's going to do about, um, you know.
4: So I completely second, you know, it's a weird world to be in, frankly, as a progressive. But it is undeniably true that Tucker Carlson's voice of moderation in the foreign policy context is sorely missed at Fox News. I think I mentioned this on the pod, on the, on the show earlier this week that I have a friend who says that his dad watches Fox exclusively and is Israeli and is uh, what could be convinced by someone like Tucker Carlson that he's having a really hard time with getting him to see any other shade of this conflict because there really is no other voice making that case. A case that is very popular among so many...
3: Again, the fact that she would say, yeah b- by the way, you know, you know what Tucker Carlson doing right now? He's doing fucking a show where he's saying George Floyd wasn't killed, basically, so they're trying to so they're trying to go for the angle where like see, th- see this is why I, I was saying that uh like not like oh like uh like like oh like uh like I' about going to Alex Jones where I was saying, oh, this was fake whatever, and all that kind of shit, but like if there's faction warfare going on, and these people in the in the elite circles know who to target. Right, and with the call you know who to target if somebody oh look this guy's on drugs oh this guy has a drug habit you know what I mean like like people like people are already scared that it looks like these things are just randomly happening it's ten times more scarier because I personally believe they pick their targets of 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 of, of you know what I mean? and, and Nancy Pelosi flat out said George Floyd thanks for your sacrifice I know you're gonna be like oh she's out of touch. Now, I don't, think she's ad- I don't think these people are out of touch at all. They look out of touch, but I don't think they are. I think dumbing down these people in the elite is kind of like the, some of the worst mistake you can actually fucking make, but... You know what I mean? There's, there's no, you know... But with the cult, so now they're working on that narrative to kind of fucking now get Derek Chauvin out of fucking prison. That's like their fucking mission. And since, you know... Uh, Everything that like you know you know in everything that happened in two thousand twenty, there's a good chance that what like from all the events that happened after two thousand twenty, there's gonna be a new like a new version of it, because it's gonna carry on, like I, I like I if something does go like out of control, it'll either be because of like you know this Palestine Israel thing, which it seems like that's gonna kickstart a lot of shit, like to get into next year. if Trump fucking gets fucking you know uh you know uh taken in any regard if they think that he's being uh, like you know going closer to the wall then they're gonna fucking you know do that or like you know this Derek Chauvin thing because it became a whole thing and and you better believe the next time that there's like you know a, a protest over this shit the same type of fucking like, like you, you can count on TYT officially going more to the right wing during that part of the, that coverage if it goes that way again this is why they play with your fucking. Everyone knows what pivot they're making, in my personal opinion. Can I prove it? Probably not, right? But this is the fucking theory that I'm strongly holding in my fucking head. And when, when there's people online that, like, like get defensive about, hmm, any proof of that? Then it's like, okay, fine, yeah, technically I, I, you got me. I don't have technically any proof. But, like, the way you're just reacting to this is kind of fucking fishy to me out of everything that's online, this is what you're reacting to. Um. So, th- so this is a, a a whole thing about how um, Channel Four died, um, like caught like you know them lying about the bombings
6: apparently. According to- so what then of Israel's explanation? Sensing a major problem, they worked through the night to get their version out. Press conference first thing. Good morning, everybody. Conclusion: A misfiring Islamic Jihad rocket caused it all. According to our intelligence. Hamas checked the reports, understood it was an Islamic jihad rocket that had misfired and decided to launch a global media campaign to hide what really happened. They present what they say is two Hamas operatives talking about the attack.
4: Um,
6: Hamas call this an obvious fabrication. Two independent Arab journalists told us the same thing because of the language, accent, dialect, syntax and tone, none of which is, they say, credible. Equally, Israel claims the Islamic Jihad failed missile was fired from here, a cemetery very close to the hospital. But look again at the video of the event. The trajectory of the missile doesn't line up with that location, too high, too horizontal confusingly the israelis presentation also says the missile was fired from a location down in the southwest it can't be both islamic jihad say it was an israeli missile and they have the warhead to prove it but they haven't produced it i wanted to be here today uh... so joe biden believes israel so does the un much of the
3: but see this is like all fucking show to me you know what i mean like, like, even like everyone, like, like what, what, what I mean is, like, it, like, it, like what everyone thinks happened, probably fucking happened. But now it's like we're being gaslit by like these, like these murder she wrote mixed mysteries now. Like, e- even in a situation that like horrible shit's happening, they always have to use sports entertainment to mix in, and 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 you wouldn't think that people would be this callous to do that kind of shit, but. When it comes to fucking social climbing, that shit's a fucking drug, and a lot of people will take this time to fucking, you know, partake in that. Especially if you're, like, on the pro, super pro-Israel fucking side. You know? This one is Israel has a history of covering up things that they've done, Channel 4 report on the recording. is God, I get...
5: Ashreen Abu Akla last year. They started releasing video footage at the time to claim it wasn't them. Five months later, they admitted it was. There was another terrible example last year of five kids who were killed by what they claimed was a misfired rocket by Islamic Jihad. Again, months later, when attention had moved on, Israel admitted it was, it was them. We know, by the way, this hospital was previously hit by Israel. We know that Israel called for it to be evacuated. I mean, the problem is Channel 4 News did some really good investigative work on it, and they found that the recording used to suggest that there was Hamas operatives admitting that it was a misfired rocket was probably almost certainly faked. Um, the, what Israel need to do is let the International Criminal Court in. They're refusing to do so. I mean, what we do know, and, you know, we talk about the fog of war and all the rest of it, Mm. but listen to what Israel's leaders are actually saying and their officials are actually saying. Uh, When, for example... Uh, the defence minister says we're going to have a total siege in which water, electricity food are cut off because we're fighting what he calls human animals and he says everything will be eliminated. When another, another official says that Gaza will be reduced to a city um, of tents. Uh, when another, one of their senior military lawyers says that the only way of destroying Hamas is to destroy every building in Gaza because every building has Hamas operatives um, in it. Or yesterday, for, for, exa- for example, the foreign minister... Openly just says that Israel will annex Gaza or parts of Gaza. These are all in violation of international law. It is a war crime uh, to <clears throat> to commit a siege in which you cut off water, for example. So we know that hospitals are being attacked by Israel. We know medics, courageous medics, have been. Speak- I spoke to a medic yesterday who was in Gaza for many months. Unbelievably courageous medics who are at the moment being attacked, and we also know that the hospital system is, is imploding. And just on that one just statistic, because we think about the missiles, which are killing people, 50,000 women in Gaza are pregnant. The hospital system's collapsed. The generators, the electricity to those hospitals are gone. And we have people who've obviously been, been struck, struck by missiles, but you can think of people with cancer, with very serious health conditions. The health system is imploding.
3: So, yeah, so, the, so that was, like, a, so, again, like, you know what I mean? Like, see, see, this stuff is, it, 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 this stuff, that stuff is informative, like, you know what I mean? But there's some people, you know, online that are, like, you know, like, that are using this as, like, well, I'm better than mainstream media, so, like, it's, like, okay, okay fine, fine, like, you, like, I, I've been saying, listen, you can point out that fucking, like, the establishment corporate fucking media that's, like, like, like you know, has been established for so many fucking, like, so many decades, it's, like, you know, complete and utter shit. But it's, it's, like, the same case of fucking wrestling to me. Where everyone goes, well, I'm the anti-hero now coming in to, like, you know, and you take advantage of, like, what's already been corrupt, basically. To, you know, point out. But you blame it on one fucking thing. And you're not, like, letting people know how the overall design is. Did I play this from last week before?
7: It's it's not like people are watching this all over the world, but obviously what the American president says resonates throughout the world, particularly this moment of extremely intense tensions. And I wonder how you thought that speech landed, refracted through that perspective.
4: It's a great question because we often forget about the rest of the world even though we're talking about foreign policy and President Biden came to office reminding everyone that he had a lot of foreign policy experience, uh, he knows world leaders, he has friends around the world, uh, what this crisis is showing us is that a lot of Arab leaders are not happy with him, uh, didn't want to meet with him uh, and we forget about the global south, we forget that the rest of the world sees what we do, sees our double standards abroad and doesn't like them and we kind of turn a blind eye to it. And it's interesting that he decided to do a rather bold speech linking Ukraine and Israel. Israel, Because a senior G7 diplomat spoke to the Financial Times this week and said, This crisis in Gaza, this war, it means the global south will never listen to us again. They're never going to listen to us about rules-based orders. We're never going to get through to them. Because they see a double...
3: Which is probably by design, you know what I mean? This is how you get there. And on, on the way, you have fucking sacrificial lambs. That's that's what that's what kills me about the fucking world. This is why I hate like being on this planet, because not only is like the horrible shit happening, but like you have to fucking have people that decide like that's what's gonna fucking happen. That's like, that, uh, to me, it, it, it fucks with my head even more, you know, with that shit. <clears throat> you know. Standard, and it's interesting
2: that he did a whole thing about Hamas and Russia. And linking them together was a slightly
4: axis of evilly, uh, putting them together. Because they've really got very little in common just when you look at them. Because a lot in the rest of the world would say, okay, if you're going to compare Ukraine and Israel, Biden and a lot of people in America may see Ukraine and Israel as the same. A lot of people around the world see Russia and Israel the same. Right, yeah. They see Russia occupying and invading another country and annexing land and dropping bombs on civilians and saying, hey, human shields. And they see Israel doing that in Gaza. Israel is the occupier of the West Bank and Gaza. So that kind of stuff, I know we don't talk about it here in the U.S. on television in Congress. I'm glad you asked the question. Because that's what the rest of the world is talking about that's why america's foreign policy is so unpopular especially in the middle east
7: yeah i mean i just from my own view on this which you know people can take or leave i i think to richard engel's point they're just very different conflicts along a million different axes you can look at what the russians did in buka for instance the ukrainian town in which they yeah. did go essentially and this has now been essentially established uh, so
3: just getting, i was just getting rid of some of the clips already you know what i mean but um i don't know between that and uh you know um, so then, you, I, I see a lot of, uh, like, you know, cause on the conspiracy subreddit, it's, like, very, very fundamentalist, like, you know, like, not not everyone there, because it depends on what, po- what post you're going into, because sometimes the left-leaning people on, uh, in a post will get downvoted, but then other fucking posts, uh, you know, uh, right-leaning people get downvoted, Just, you know what I mean, especially, you know, like, you know, it's it's actually been a little bit more balanced, a little bit. Um, well, I am not say completely, but there was a good while on the conspiracy. Again, I, I don't post there because in – th- this is like – I don't want to make any more accounts on Reddit. And I, like, I pointed out in 2017 when the influx of, like, you know, mega type were coming in there. I was like, this is turning into, like, a mega sub. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are going to keep doing this, defending Trump, whatever – because mainstream media is attacking him, and I got fucking banned from there. But I didn't want to make another account, so I still kind of, I, I could never comment. So a lot of times I might uh, make a fucking comment on Facebook or uh, or on Reddit. Like, if, if, if I make a comment on fucking Facebook on a status and I just fucking delete it, that's normally because, like, you know, my trolls are always watching. So, like, you know what I mean? They, and, and, they, and they always think that when I delete something, that, like, oh, I'm trying to hide hide it. Even though I know once you fucking post something, it's it's it's, it's good it's good as it's like, it's good as there forever. But no, but normally they come out of hiding to like you know to basically kind of rub it in my face sometimes. That oh look we got to delete a tweet like yeah that was the whole point I know you guys are always watching, it's like it, it, it just it just proves the point that you guys are that quick that you watch and you fucking screen grab shit like you like you know. They have the technology and they have the resources and they still fall in to some of my fucking trap. But like I, I've been noticing on, on the conspiracy subreddit, and listen, what who no matter what the church was, like you know what I mean, like I, I I don't want fucking anybody who who whether you're Muslim or pa- or Christian or, or 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 Jewish whatever in that area, you know, innocent fucking civilians. But because, like, a lot of right-wingers go into the fundamentalism thing, they were making it seem, like, they are highlighting it more being anti-Christian. So, like, th- th- so this is why a lot of, like, you know, the super f- 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 fundamentalist Christians that are on the, fu- or, like, you know, some of them might not be obvious fundamentalist Christians or whatever. Fundamental, I'm not talking about all, before anyone thinks I'm just generalizing all Christians, you know what I mean? I know those good people in all fucking religions, but there's a, you know what I mean? And, and the thing is, we've always just generalized shit. So no one ever really wanted to fucking uh, uh, harp on saying fundamentalism in all these religions is what's fucking causing a lot of it. Not like the religion itself, but the fundamentalism that's involved. But people want to go in that direction. That's why there's cer- certain people whose who sentiment uh, that, that I see getting propped up that are pretending to be pro-Palestinian that I do, yes, I have to question. Otherwise, I'm just going, I'm going to align with anyone and going in a reactionary fucking position. Like, I can have solidarity with fucking Palestinians. I can fucking, um, uh, you know, I, I, I fucking, you know, I, I feel fucking really horrible for what they've been going through. And as much as, as a voice I fucking have, I try to fucking speak out. maybe because I wasn't completely going in a generalized view of what Israel, of Israeli citizens, maybe some people from who are like, you know, showing solidarity with Palestinians, didn't want to fucking, you know, like, you know, especially the ones that are fucking more on, 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 the, on, the, on the Russian government payroll. And just because the establishment says that, and they're discredited, does it mean, I mean, because if one thing that's been, that's been shown, uh, that's been proven true by some of these people who are in the establishment that are by default like discredited because they are also compromised fucking people, especially, the one thing that like they've been truthful about is some of the people who are figures in the fucking alt-left. I mean, they'll just say it's left, but I don't think these people who say they're left are actually left. See, people know that going far right is a bad thing. That's why they have to dress it up as, like, oh, this is part of the left. Or this is what liberalism is. You know, I don't know. And then, of course, you have Brett Stevens and Bill Maher on the fucking show. You know, they're doing, like, you know... They're, you know, Israeli apologia. And and Bill Maher fucking now shitting on college... Like, dude, this is such a gimmick that a lot of you guys go in. It, it, like, if you honestly think that colleges are more fucking... Like, maybe... Like, for example, like, they have... Like, like for example, I watched Bill Burr's movie. All, like, all the... Like, it feels like all these people in show business... Whenever they do any type of fucking wokeness... They show, that like, the caricature version... ...of what what wokeness is. Even though, like, in in the movie, you know, Old Dads... ...Bill Burr showed that his side... ...like, his thinking a little bit is ignorant... But in the it, it's like the, it's like the same it's the same type of thing where like he's out of touch. But in the in in, in the most ways he's kind of fucking right. And the over and then he just presents an all like he, he he has the power to like literally do a lot better than what he fucking did. And he came out with something that would like uh, that would like you know like that'd be a typical fucking you know uh, um, a a typical fucking like you know like a, a right wing pivot movie. Even if he thinks that like, oh, it's, it's fair because I'm showing, but it's like, it's still a right-wing tinge, in my personal opinion. L- listen, Bill Burr's a legend, but I listen, I, you know, and he again, he, he's a, I was to his podcast, I didn't watch his last spe- special, I, I, I haven't really been into the comedy thing. Even though I've been kind of doing my own comedy thing, but I, I think I've been watching too many people's comedies for so long, where now I gotta, like, do my own fucking thing, you know what I mean? Where I gotta come up with my own shit. That's why, you know, I listen to very like, I, I have a bunch of podcasts I listen to. But, like, sometimes, like, you know, I, I, like, some of the ones that I really listen to are post-wrestling and all that kind of stuff. But, like, you know, and a lot of the, some wrestling ones I listen obviously, you know, some of the politics ones. But, like, a lot of other ones I just skim through, basically. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. What's up, UCLA? UCLA is a uh, periscope fixture. Um, you know, he was one of the, I mean, he he never gave me a hard time, at least I don't think, unless he was doing it under a fucking fake account, I don't know, but no, he comes, he comes into the, to the, to, to the, um, Tumblr stream, um, and says what's up time to time, you know, I'm just doing a podcast right now, bro, I'm just doing a part of it. And you can tell, like, more and more, Bill Maher is, like, going more to the right. The thing is, like, when it comes to regular fucking people who might, like, lean conservative, right? I'm not saying don't reach out to them who have not completely gone into the cult mindset, right? But I find it odd at a time where it's going to get so much more extreme. And I feel like people have already been fucking, you know, compromised and they know what side they're going to be on, the fact that some of these people who pretend to be liberal or progressive are now encouraging, because again, wh- whenever they encourage you to go meet with a regular fucking conservative, right? And again, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. But that normally means that they are not going to be scared to talk to some of the figures who are, who are conservatives. And they play by different fucking rules. They aren't just regular fucking people. That like what, what Bill Bill Maher aligning with Candace Owens and Candace Owens being part of the f- far right wing fundamentalism, that's like you know them fucking aligning basically. Like Bill Maher still says that he's like not a Trump guy, whatever. But you can tell by Candace Owens' interview with with um, her, him interviewing her, he was luring him more on that side, where he probably will go on that fucking side officially. But he's already getting that he's already he's already been there for the last ten years already. I mean, some would say he's been there for the last 20 years. You know, some some people just didn't see it because he was more liberal and, uh, well, he says he was more liberal, even though, you know, and he uses like, oh, I'm an atheist, so that must mean my thoughts are better than your thoughts. And at a time when people were sick of religion and atheism was popping, yeah, everyone got into it, you know, Even, even I became a little bit ignorant towards it. It went from, like, condemning fundamentalism... ...to basically then just... ...shitting on anyone that's religious, basically... ...even if, like, you know... ...not everyone who's religious is a bad fucking person... ...or they don't believe, you know... ...you know, I don't know... ...and then in the midst of all this... ...now we're making Sean King a fucking discourse character as well now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 here's an example. The reason why I could buy that, when Sean King put out, like, you know, a hidden truth about him um, helping negotiate the hostages, whatever, that's, like, symbolism of me, of, of him basically saying that in these factions, there are people that are helped negotiating shit. But because he has to be a sports entertainment character, now it has to be that the fucking victim, the hostage of his parents, never heard of this person. So, either way, whether he's, like, telling the truth or lying, whatever, right, is designed for him to be a fucking character while horrible shit's going on. Like, do we really need Sean King to fucking be a fucking character in the midst of all this for lying and grifting? which is not even, like, a cancelable offense anymore. It's just a new marketing tool that people do because that's the only way you can get into fucking the news cycle is by getting in trouble constantly. As much as they tell you that, oh, my God. See, that's another reason why I was kind of, like, you know, iffy with Bill Burr's movie. Because, like, you know, it, it was like, oh, my God, people are, are actually afraid. Like, if you really want to show what really goes on behind the scenes, you would show that people get canceled on purpose because they want to go more to the fucking right wing. You can still show that some of the people that try to be super fucking conscious, or some of them are, like, are, are just basically, a, some of them are afraid to, like, even say something remotely fucking wrong. That, like, that exists, too. But, like, the thing is, like, you're also making it seem like that's the only way that what they call, why people are socially conscious, you're making it a caricature. They forgot, you know what I mean, again, people get, Bill Burr fans are going to get fucking mad at me for not, like, liking, listen, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh at anything in the movie, you know, like, Bill, you know what I mean, there were some parts in the movie that I fucking did like. I mean, it is what it is, man. I don't know. What else was there? Um, I already talked about the George Floyd stuff already. Just p- p- replacing my notes somewhere. Hold on a second. Um... So, yeah, I'm also not buying into this whole uh, Texas GOP. Like, whenever they want to protect, like, like like for example, like you, you already know the GOP is already, like, you know, very, 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 cons- even if they say they don't like the new flavor of, of, of the right wing. It's put to be the cooler version of the right wing. But, like, you know, one of the guys from the whole, like the, the guy, what's his name? Um, hold on, let me see what his name is. Jonathan, Jonathan Stickland, he was some guy that was head of the defend Texas liberty thing, one of the top, like, you know, um, you know, um, he's removed from the pack because he was meeting with Nick Fuentes, you know, the guy that, like, literally fucking says all the obvious fucking shit. That's so over the top that people start to think that okay, he can't be that serious. If he's just over the top with it, but no, he's been chosen to be that guy. But the guy, the guy from so one of the guys from that, and goes, oh look, we removed his name, but it's like that's just symbolism of them telling you who they're aligning with, and and and, and apparent and apparently, this is not proven true, so we, we can't. But like like no like like we we can't prove that this person like actually met with those guys as well. But he was apparently still in the same building during that time, so you can put your mat together. But it was Kyle Rittenhouse. See, it, it, it is like even even discovering it has become a game itself. Like they want you to know this. If they didn't want you to know it, they would fucking hide it. They're it. it the, 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 this isn't like the mask off era, where like you're the, the, the they're literally showing you who they're aligning with. You know. B- It's uh, so it's, it's insane, man. I don't know. Uh, hold on,
2: uh, hold on one second.
3: Just I'm just uh, placing some some of the stuff, but um, you know, Cornell West is now also further going down the heel trajectory. Thing is, this is why. Listen, I understand. Listen, I I learned a lot from Cornell West, um, from the speeches. You know, from over the last, like you know. As long as i've I've been getting into like going the deep dive in politics and all these fucking different guys that have you know been on different panels and i you know I look into some of their work and read and then you know i mean i, I can't consume i can't con-, con contain all of it, but like you know uh Cornell West what they' call like you know he's like a very you know uh intelligent dude. And it's like he's been making all these mistakes since announcing his presidency, and it's like he already knows. Like, and I, I, and I, I've been saying for even before he was doing that, him going on all these alt media things, like and again, rightfully so, calling out mainstream media. But when you don't like add alt media to like the on like, Russell, Russell Brand show and all that, the only one that I really got behind is, got behind him because he went at Jimmy Dore guys. You know what I mean, and 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 he, in that interview, he wasn't downplaying white supremacy, how Jimmy Dore was downplaying it. But like, he, he could have like literally gone independent or gone to the Democratic Party, whatever, from the get go. But then he went to the People's Party, then he went to the fucking Green Party, and now he's taking money from Harlan Crow, and it's like it's supposed to be like a little like a, like a little amount that goes all well, day. Hey, other people get work from get taken, t- take a lot more from worse but it's like you're still taking money from Harlan Crow. And then you're getting mad at people for being it's like, you know, it's like it just it, it's, it's like you're like trying to it's like you're trying your best to go into a heel mode. So I I, I guess uh Cornell West's new name is Corny West. Cornier West. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, You know, nothing makes any sense. I I, I it, It's just disheartening to see, you know what I mean? Like when, and again, I'm not saying that, oh, like, oh, he's not, he's, he, he, like, I'm not gonna be like every other fucking Democrat person going, oh, if you're not aligning with the Democrats, then you're just a horrible person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's stupid, too but that doesn't mean you have to go to, like, like, people, like, again, like, in, in, in the early 2000s, like, that might have fucking fool, fooled pe- people, even the 2010s, even. But, like, in the fucking, you know, 2020s, it's like, it's like the same people that told you don't hold, like, the hold, hold the Democrats' feet to the fire while we also hold the right-wings' fucking feet to their fire. And it's like, as time has gone on, those same people, a lot of them, have gone more towards holding only the Democrats feet to the fire, and then excuse because because like because everyone else's interpretation online is that the Democrat like you know the CNNs of the world MSNBCs they're always going after the right wing but they but they go after it in a promotional way I feel and I feel like they do it in such a limited fucking way, but like so so like if you're someone that's like oh look oh my God Trump you know, they accuse you of having Trump derangement syndrome. But these same people are the ones that are going out of their way to make their fucking cult leader look like he's the one being a victim. Like, you're going to all this just to, like, you know, get him back in power again. In my personal opinion, you know. This is how I fucking look at it, at least. You know, I don't know. But it's, it's like the, um, you know... Um, hold on. Like, here, here's another way that they want to fucking toy with your emotions. You know, I was talking about the whole Derek Chavon thing. Here's another way that they're trying to toy with their emotions by letting you know... One of the Louisville cops fired for killing Breonna Taylor was then rehired by another police agency and he recently rammed a pickup truck with his cruiser and pointed his gun at the occupants and witnesses. That's what they're reporting here. And it's like... This is why I'm saying, that some of these, like... Like, I'm not saying they aren't corrupt cops. All I'm saying is they're, like, literally, like, have no problem showing you this and letting you know about this because like it's like they get you all riled up with the crime they fucking committed by murdering somebody in their fucking sleep with like a no a no knock fucking warrant essentially and then like you know what i mean and then like you know they they they, they, they get as excited that they're gonna be firing like you know I maybe mean? we we can't get them behind jail cells or so some of them will get fired but like look He's back in another fucking police thing, and it's like they're trying to toy with your mind by letting you know that. It's not like this is like, oh my god, we just discovered this. It's like they want like these people that are getting famous. Like this is how horrible, and exploitative our world is. That like people, in my personal opinion, people getting famous like a Kyle Rittenhouse for like you know doing what they're doing, It's like where like the fame game is fucking going essentially. Like this is like you doing that horrible thing. Unfortunately, means. They're gonna be characters in this fucking uh, reality show, fucking pro wrestling shit we're living in. Like with real life fucking consequences. And, you know, real life and death shit, you know. It's like, it's, uh, you know, to me, it's like kind of, you know, weird. And I just find the society has been regressing and, you know. you know i don't know uh, i don't know it's just it's just weird Everything is just you know I, I I I have to get this out of my system. That's why I talk about some of this stuff. It, it might not be for everybody, especially my narratives with how I see it. But what am supposed to do? Every cookie do the same cookie cutter shit that everyone else does, and like you know basically like do do my podcast and hope that I socially climb up because I'm sucking up to the right fucking people. It's like you know I look at how the. How the fucking, you know, how predetermined a lot of what goes on, which is much more disturbing. People would get offended by just, like, b- b- by that because then that would imply that a lot of our fucking destiny is, like, predetermined. And maybe some people are not ready for that re- revelation, but it's, like, it's, like, ten times more scary that, like, that, like, you know, you're like, for the day you're born, you're already born into a fucking game. And I don't think that's fair on any of us who didn't sign up for that. You know, it's, it's like a lot of us are like, you know, the, the 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 people like in Gen V basically. Like, you know, like they put something in us. We're like, you know, from day one, we're already scouted out by the people in power. Doesn't mean there isn't hard work going on, but... Because people think that once you say that like... Things are, like, organized. Something, something that means that it's ten times... Like, it means that it's easy as fuck to do it. No, it's, it's actually hard. But, like, if anyone wants to cross over to that side... There's a guy named Gad Saad, he's like a token brown dude, who's always, like, you know, propped up by the right-wingers. He, uh, you know, is talking about, like, oh, I'm going to, currently taking the mandatory yearly, I'm, I'm taking the the uh, t- uh, mandatory yearly training model, module on sexual violence and rape culture. Right and and then I guess people push back against him and he just put out right here. This guy's always a bad faith actor. He goes, "I just learned that teaching your daughter that she should not excess, sex, excessively drink and should always be in control is victim blaming and normalizing." the The thing is, listen, the, the, there's some responsibility on people like not to like get over like are there situations where people get overly fucking drunk and both parties end up like doing something and then you know like that so, like that happens? Yeah, sure. But like there's also like uh, like you know at, at some of these like parties, especially when like there's people initiating like fraternities and type, stuff like that like there's definitely people who are like definitely like luring like but they, luring people to drink more with the intention like and you're acting like even if they did, and even if they didn't drink like people who are who are you know uh you know rapists are gonna find a fucking way to do it. But there's nothing wrong with telling your fucking daughter not to excessively fucking drink whatever... ...where people can easily take advantage of you or something like that. But like, you know, but, but making it seem like it's solely on the fucking woman. And, there's always, and they've always normalized arguments like that to make it seem like it's all the women's fault. And I'm saying that as somebody that's fallen for it because... It's what the fucking, edge. it would be what the fucking, like, anti-establishment person would say against the the narratives, because, you know. I don't know. Tell you the truth, this whole Palestinian-Israel thing has, like, taken up most of my fucking time, at least with the news part. Where I'm not even giving a shit about, oh look, oh uh, Derek, like dude, some of these names are fucking have to be made up. Derek Cheesebro. Like really, that's like a fucking, you know, that's that's, that's, that's a gimmick name they gave this fucking guy. I'm I'm sure he has like other fucking names. Since you already showed me that uh, politicians can have faulty backgrounds, like George Santos, how do I know this Cheesebro is not a fucking, you know, faulty fucking guy as well. Or are we going to wait until the Netflix documentary to be made about it? But I think he took a plea deal, apparently. But the thing is, whatever you tell me, the thing is, like, like I, I don't believe anything's going to really happen to Trump. Not saying that he shouldn't face consequences. like like, any other politician who does the stuff that he does. But, like, if you actually think that Trump... Like, like Mario Taylor Greens, like, oh, Trump is so brave... He's going to jail for like that's like the like that's like the type of narrative you're like people who who see this guy as a cult leader, who look at him as like this grandmaster leader or whatever, they think oh he's doing this for me well I got to be more loyal to him they like think they're they're tricking you into loyalty for somebody that wouldn't actually do shit for you. The the thing is. Even if I think that, like, ultimately, like, it goes in his favor and I don't want it to. But I'm also being a realist in the sense that nothing has happened to him since they've been pointing at him since 2016, 2017. About, like, oh, we're going to get him for all these things and you've wasted everyone's fucking time with it. But, like, I do, like, with the whole, like, oh, um there's a gag order on on Trump, basically. It's like this guy is still fucking talking. Like you know, what I mean, he's still complaining about a fucking gag order, but like you know, he's still in the news talking about the gag order. So part of me thinks that maybe, like you know, just for the fucking you know for the, uh, for the like, the online fucking content basically, like since everything is like designed for online engagement, that's how you make the fucking money. Like part of me thinks that they would actually get a visual of him, like you know, what I mean, you waited for the visual of his mugshot. You waited for the visual of him in court. There might be an actual visual of him actually sitting in a jail cell. But he won't be in there long. But, like, you know, like, he'll be able to do it to sell it like he is the real victim in this. Like, here's here's the thing. I like, generally, I like Jon Stewart, but I also know that lately, like, and I'm not saying in an obvious way, he's kind of gone more in, like, like, if he's a celebrity that knows better, and he's also kind of, like, you know, like, siding with certain people, like, that kind of lean right, and it's not like, and and again, like, this is never a coincidence Whatever the public figures. I can already tell that they're going in that direction. But, like, now you're creating a whole situation with him, being cancelled. And, and and there's people... People on the left that fucking are amping this up even more. Like, I guess because they go, oh, look, they're not going to care about John Stewart, But it's like, if he's going in that direction, but... He basically had a disagreement with Apple... About doing a show about China and AI, basically. So now he's no longer going to work with Apple, but... It's like to me, it's like if he's gonna put out information that they you go, know, it's not like anti-imperialist against like chi- the Chinese civilians. Because like, wh- whatever you speak out against any government that like partakes in that kind of shit, and you know, fucked up shit, then it's like, oh well, you like John Stewart's an American fucking you know ta- talking head essentially. But, like, it's, like, so, so, so now they're, like, creating these situations where celebrities are being canceled. But, like, we know, if, if, if you wasn't allowed talking about why it happened, they would have just came out abruptly and said, oh, well, with the call, um, he's not going to continue his show anymore. There was, like, a negotiation, you know what I mean? Like, they would come with anything, and they didn't want you to know, and they are really censoring it. The fact that you know about it, it doesn't mean, it's, it's sports entertainment, essentially. You know, I don't know. you know i don't know how many people are in here still 1, 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12
2: 13
3: 14 16 17 18 i yeah, there's still 19 people i mean it says 20 but it says there's 19 in here that's crazy people still stayed Thanks to those that are watching. I don't know if you guys are enjoying what you're hearing. <laughs> I imagine, like, they're, like they're, they're all, like, interacting in a group chat. Like, oh, this guy's so fat and ugly. You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, um, it's just crazy, man. I don't know. But apparently, like Ivanka Trump has been subpoenaed. Apparently, it's like, dude, it's like, dude, like, like, I, it, this is just more sports entertainment and filler. On, on you know, what I mean, D- just to keep the storyline even more. Like, what well, one minute that she's not gonna be subpoenaed a couple of months ago, and now she's gonna be subpoenaed again. Like, I, I can't keep up with it. And and, and then and Lauren Boebert, like and uh, like apparently like like a big selling point for a lot of these people, is that oh Lord like th- this is what helps like uh, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and her ilk seem like they're anti-establishment because people already view Hollywood as like a liberal fucking palace. I don't think Hollywood really is. I think it's more conservative than people think. Right? But um, but because Hollywood is uh, backing, like this is the way it's promoted. Hollywood uh, are ba- are backing up Lauren Boebert's opponent essentially. And it's like, like okay, fine, with the quote on the surface that seems like Going against Lauren Boeber, it's a good fucking thing, obviously, but it helps like her ilk because they already view Hollywood as being these, you know, um, you know, shady liberals. Ivanka was just in Beverly Hills at Kim Kardashian. How do you know this, bro? I mean, he, your name is UCLA. Maybe you should be a maybe you should be a a, a bipolar coaster, like, like you know, street reporter. Essentially, you know what I mean. If I get this podcast going and making money, you know, I mean, I, I you know, but you see, you, you, if you, that's if that's true, what you said, UCLA, that Ivanka was just at Kim Kardashian's party. Um, that just shows me that, like, because there's people that are people who are against Kanye that are like, oh, Kim Kardashian's a lot better because she's like a Democrat, blah blah blah. But and, and you know I mean and people so people who are siding with Kanye who think Kim, Kim is uh, shady her because her family is shady they think it's only shady under them being a Democrat but if she's chilling with Ivanka I'm gonna get I'm gonna guess that the Kardashians are also Trump people and this whole feud with Trump with uh, with Kanye and, and the Kardashians in my personal opinion has been sports entertainment. Once you uh, to, to me at least the Kardashian are a royal family institution, and they're a sport and they do sports entertainment. And once you go into that fucking family, weird shit just starts happening to you. You start having overdoses. You have drug problems. You go to a party. The you know rappers are shootings are being in the foot. There's something weird about the Kardashian family and the showbiz mafia institutions that, that I, in my personal opinion, at least. You know, I'm not saying that I'm right, you know. Don't take it as fucking fact, but I just kind of look at the overall patterns and how this is. Some guys saying, yes, girls, speak your truth. Well, I'm not a girl, but, you know. I don't know who this guy is. Riot Rocks. And and now he's saying you aren't okay. Well, I mean, listen. If you think I'm a fucking if you if you if you want to troll me and pretend like that, that you mistaken me for a girl. Oh well, I mean the the beard gave it away, right? If if you're gonna sit here and troll, bro, then I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you out. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to get on a roll and I just you know do my thing. Looked like, look like the lady in the beard in The, in the Greatest Showman. Well, okay, well, eh. All right, great for you, buddy. See, I, I, I already dislike this guy. I'm looking at this guy's profile picture, and he kind of looks like, you know, Sean Ross Sapp a little bit. He looks he look like, he look, he look, he look like Sean Ross Sapp. Um, uh, he, he says Sean, he looks like Sean Ross Sapp if Sean Ross Sapp was trying to play Johnny Sack from Sopranos. That's what he looks like a little bit. He kind of looks like Sean Ross out, Plano. Johnny Sacamoni. Oh, really? What's this? The fucking UN now? Sorry. I I I I I always I I always like when uh, when, jo- when uh, Johnny Sack is like, he's calm for a bit and then like every other wo- and then uh, in the conversation he raises his voice. He always sells it. Too bad. Too by The actor is like you know in real life an asshole, but you know. The, the, the actor in real life hangs out with like Anthony Camilla so, and Nick DiPaolo, so, you can imagine those conversations. He wasn't really, no, dude. He wasn't really a great boss. He was he he was an underboss, and then he became. I mean, see that. I I I wished. I, I wish, because like on his way to become the boss, he fucking took out so many fucking people, and he he like you know he he ran roughshod, where he caused more fucking issues and all that kind of shit. But I I would have loved to see him. In season six, be like, like I wish he didn't get arrested in season in the the end of season uh, five, and I wish they had let him be a boss for a little bit, and then in season in the in in again season fucking six, you could have got him arrested. Yeah, Carmine was the actual fucking dope boss. Carmine was actually really fucking dope, you, you know. I miss my violin. What violin? Ever since I called that right rocks fucking jo- ever since I call that right rocks guy Johnny Sack with Sean Ross Sack aesthetic, he hasn't said he hasn't said a goddamn thing. <laughs> but, but but you see but you, but you but see like normally if they a periscope Someone would have been like, oh, you fat fuck, you look like a fucking bitch, whatever, and all that kind of shit. Because you can't write explicitly on this fucking site. This guy had to come in with a polite troll, like, oh, you're g- good day, ma'am. Oh, you're not a lady? Oh, you- I thought you were a bearded lady. You see, it, it makes everybody who wants to insult you, you, you gotta be gimmicked up in PG. You, you-, you-, you gotta be Danny Tanner a- a- on Tumblr when you want to insult people, essentially. It is what it is. All right, I'm back. Me and UCLA while this was sa- while the podcast was saving, um, you know, I was uh, talking to UCLA about fucking Jenks' uh, presidential run. I, I still, as I say, I maintain that I believe. ...that because he's setting it up like he's like an anti-establishment guy... ...even though the alt-media is part of the establishment... ...they'll pretend that like they're not a part of the establishment... ...just to like, you know, save face... ...but with call, I personally believe he's not like... ...obviously he can't run... ...but like, like his antics is like... ...by making him seem like he's so anti-establishment... ...he's being told out to buy a Democrat or to do anything... ...I personally feel like whatever... Like, you know, Steven Crowder-like shit that Cenk probably does behind the fucking scenes. Maybe that's coming to light soon. So he'll pretend like they're discrediting him, basically. So he'll have a justification of why he's gonna go to the right.
7: Uh, confirmed by multiple... So,
3: so again, this is like a, a, a right-wing guy that's doing it. And, again, I'm not saying the names that are on this fucking Epstein... Again, like... The I didn't know half these names are on there. Whatever I again, but like, like when people like this get I don't know who this guy is. It's from the Illuminati bot count, but that guy like, he used to do like decent like whoever it is. He used to do decent kind of stuff with the account. But but that for the last couple of years he's been more on the right wing thing. And he's like he was a guy- He was like he was an account that goes oh um, doing a meme about how he's too busy to care about Palestine and Israel because he's. Has like so many fucking jobs. And all that. And I'm not saying there aren't regular people that go through that. Whatever. I'm not saying that. But this Illuminati bot Count. This guy's like he's, he's wasting time doing compilations like this. So. Like you know what I mean. Like you obviously care. You know what I mean. So like you obviously care about world events. And just like you don't want to take a stance on it. This is where some of these edge lore types. Are, like, show themselves. You know what I mean. They show themselves for being fucking complete and utter fascist fundamentalist. Or they go, or they show themselves to be cowards that they can't make a, they can't have an opinion because it goes against their whole. Well, oh, I'm an
7: anti-establishment account. Bill Clinton, George Mitchell, Alex Baldwin, R- Ralph Fiennes, George Hamilton, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Liz Hurley, Laura Hunt, Janice Dixon, Naomi Campbell, Christy Tur- Turlington uh henry kissinger which may be one of the most evil men on the world he is yeah. joan rivers courtney love mick jagger courtney guest uh phil collins uh simon laban charlie rose of pbs richard branson candace bushel tom ford uh vera wang nadia byrlin uh co stark and here's some more Seth Green, James Gunn, Dan Schneider, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, Steven Colbert, Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, Kathy Griffin, Oprah Winfrey, Sean Carter, Beyonce Knowles, Anthony Kiedis, John Legend, Christy Teigen, Jim Carrey, Steven Tyler, Ben Affleck, Stephen Collins, Will Ferrell, uh, Eminem, Jeffrey Jones, Victor Salva, Mark Rector, Charlie Sheen, Tyler Grasham, Madonna, Catherine Hudson, Gwen Stefani, uh, Stefani Germolta, James Franco, well, Will Smith. Oh, has Will Smith been in the news lately? Justin Rowland, John Cusack, Anderson Cooper, Demi Moore, uh, Brian Affleck, Meryl Streep, Wanda Sykes, Sh- uh, Chelsea Handler, uh, Michelle Wolf, Farrell uh, Williams, Uh, Quentin
3: Tarantino, Robert Downey Jr., they are... So then, so he, so they show a list of, like, the names on here, right? I still think there's, I'm I'm not saying that people who who have been on the island, that's, like, not, obviously a suspect, right? But it feels like one of the more obvious fucking discourse things ever, where, like, I feel like if you're being initiated into it, like, even if you're someone that maybe didn't do, like, like, like half of the fucking shady shit that goes on there... Just be just by you being on an island, it only discredits you. But it's kind of like you're like. It's like these things are supposed to be known on purpose. Because everything has to be like. Whenever these serious things happen, it's like it has to be reported in a tabloid level style. You know. But this guy says something in the end about like it's all coming ahead or something like that. Hold on.
7: Petrified of that list and what those films getting. Out. See,
3: when you put out that they're petrified, they're not petrified because. Like, there's a reason why they want you to know about this list now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, like, no, no one's really petrified that they're going to get canceled. It's just a confirmation that people had to, like, you know, now, they're, like, now that they're exposed, they're going to go on, might as well be protected by the fucking new side that's taking over, essentially, which is where, where it's going to lead.
7: They have all the videos of all those people at the Really? Yep. It's going to get ugly. They're in panic mode.
1: So are they going to release those videos? Or what are what they do I, with
7: them? I'm told, that, well, it's it's looking like they're holding it back, that one person has control of that. But I'm told other people have them and are going to release them at the right time. So we, we shall see.
3: If this guy is, whoever this guy is, who, you know what I mean? Because oh, I have the information. So it's like... So, if you have the information that also means that like you're allowed to go out and do that. you're not like' some guy that's like just bricking I don't know who this guy was really. But you know how so they—they they never named Donald Trump specifically. You know what I mean? For some reason, he—they he, did show him in the pictures, though. You know what I mean? After it's oh, gonna get ugly and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I, I still think those the, the 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 main ones are gonna be found out by some other, you know, other shit that's gonna be found out about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, man. Let me go
2: here.
3: Hold on. So I'll go through some celebrity fucking shit. Um, you know, because... So, so like I've been saying on the podcast also that you're going to find that there's going to be more... Like, the thing is, the failed attempts or like some of these hoax, like not hoaxes... I guess, like, you know, NLE Chopper didn't want to do a hoax, but, like, his mother was worried that he was, um, missing. And then, you know, he basically condemned it because he didn't want people, like, you know, uh, thinking there's some hoax going on. But it feels like, you know, it's like, some of these situations, I feel like it's done on purpose. To basically, like, how, you know, in, in that show by Little Dicky, that showed Dave... He, again they didn't show you everything they made like it seem like was all accidental that this and then they're just taking advantage of something that's happening but what's it called um you know um, you know when, the, when when they showed you that like they when, think, when people think you're missing or you're dying when you're in the news for something and people think that something bad's happened to you it makes people go and listen to your music you know what I mean or you, people will support your music and it feels like sometimes these things are being done but the reason why some people can probably get away with that for a bit is to show you. That, what's it called? Like, it, it can be done, but like now they're making it. Even the people, all these people that are, are are faking it, like that woman, Carly Russell, that faked her kidnapping. She's gonna be going on Candace Owen's show. She's gonna, she could be going on Joe Budden show. It's like, it, it feels hmm. like literally, like all this stuff is a way to market yourself. Everyone's becoming a character. You know, I don't know. Apparently, forty two Doug was free. Again, um, th- I can never keep up with how what why the rapper why the rapper was or like wh- whoever. A lot of time whenever, whenever those rap, the reason why I pay attention now because like I feel like politics is seeping into the entertainment. It feels like a lot of like like if like if a lot of like like, different celebrities are gonna find the different aesthetic of how they're gonna, like, you know, uh, you know, go on the far right side, right, so it feels like, like, you know, like, like, like and since, like, like, rappers have the aesthetic of all like, they always have the rappers with the aesthetic of, like, you know, doing the jail time and doing violent crimes and all that type of shit, even though, like, different art forms could literally produce that kind of shit anyways. You know, um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, because I, like with Waka Flocka, the fact that he's, it feels like a, lo- a lot of these guys are going to be going in that fucking, in in, in that, in, in that thing, you know. Especially in the, in the rap world. It feels like a lot of guys are going to be going to that direction. Or they're just being initiated into the fucking club, you know what I mean? Like, uh. Like, for example, like, like for example, like, you know, like Waka Flocka, you know, uh. Who's this? Malishness Hands Blog? I don't know who this guy is. I thought it was someone trolling me because my name is Hans, my nickname is Hansy. But this guy looks like just like a regular dude, you know. You know, I don't know. Like no one's really saying anything anyway, so I mean, people are just like watching. I don't know. But like, like for example, Young Blue just got arrested for. Like for domestic abuse, domestic abuse for like you know custody of his kid or something like that. And to me, it's like you know, it, it's like with 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 rappers especially, they always make them go that like like these these things are by design, in my personal opinion, like these scandals that they go into. But they always got to give the rapper the aesthetic of like, like you know something like that's like outwardly like you know like you know misogynistic homophobic. Like, something violent all the time, you know what I mean? And so, so then people can go, oh, look, these rappers are getting out of control. But it feels like some of them might be, you know, going through that, and then, you know, because they always set the precedent of, like, like, you know, like, you know, Trump helping them out or whatever, it feels like some people who want to go on that side, like, you know, are are kind of being blackmailed into it, or they're like, oh, we'll get rid of this for you, you know what I mean? It's like, it feels like some shit's going on with some of these, uh, especially the public figures. It it wouldn't show. Otherwise, it's just another initiated an initiation that makes this person a discourse fucking character. But now since everything is seeping into politics, I, I can like kind of see it a little bit. Like you know, like do the the, the 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 whole documentary, like I I haven't seen it, but it's like. Like, you, you wonder why people are given incentive. Um, Salem, Canum, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, you, like you know how p- people wonder, oh, wh- wh- why do people, like, uh, you know, do all these horrible... It's like, dude, they make documentaries off, like, the ringleaders who have been burglarizing the fucking celebrities' houses. It, 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 it now just conv- convinces me that there is a fucking network... Of some of, like, you know, where they, where where the, like, in my personal opinion, the feds get people to go and do shit. And, like, because they're part of the entertainment dollar, and, like, now you catch them, and then they all become a documentary shit. It's like they're, like, designing it to happen and shit. I don't know. Like, Suge Knight fucking has, uh, you know, his own, uh... Suge Knight has his own fucking podcast that he's doing behind the fucking, you know, behind the fucking, uh, and it seems like one of those, po- let me see, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a diss record, like the, tra- I guess a trailer,
2: let me see,
3: Trying to look for, for, the, for the for the trailer. You hear the tons If you knew who killed
0: Tupac, would tell the police.
3: This is a trailer for it.
0: We have to really work hard back today.
3: It's it's him and Dave Mains from the source.
1: was indicted for murder.
7: Death Row with a $300 million death
6: row with a possible Rico case in mind. People don't know about a
4: lot of this stuff. David May started the source on the new source for news. The magazine is now a $10 million a year publication.
0: Every time you turn around, everybody want to spread some lies or some shit.
3: So he needs a bunch of people that have spread lies about him. You can see the audio now from me. Hold on.
0: Coupon, I'm the Warren G. The Warren G. You can take care of yourself. How are you going to get Pac out of prison? It shouldn't be a motor press charge. Hey, count You did what everybody mad at 6 about. Look here,
7: boy. The hip hop magazine The Source has honored its picks for the best in rap.
0: I'm the first one told people about their masters. But well, I was telling people about my masters. If they that. I ain't no slave. Out there, want to be an artist and want to stay a star, we won't have to worry about the negative producer trying to be all in the video, all on the records. You have a prepaid call from
2: Sue
3: <laughs> I might to listen to this podcast, but you see, like, dude, like, e- even the stuff that he's going through. It's like he's always been like in the mafia institution, so like even now with him being in jail, he gets to make, like I'm sure like somehow with the digital currency that that people have now and engagement like this is how you kind of like now make the di- digital currency. I don't know if it's like straight up like actual currency that you get like real money under the table, but like you know what I mean? Like you're already setting this up, like you know what I mean? It, it always feels like the, the 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 feds have like an entertainment liaison in there. And then, like, you know, the people they have, like, in their custody, like, oh, we 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 can make money. Because if there's so much invest in, invested in you, they will definitely want to pay back for it. You know what I mean? I don't know. But based off that, like, you wonder why people opt to go and do horrible shit. Is because, like, you know... You're doing documentaries on like oh the ringleader of uh, HBO Max the, the the ringleader of these celebrities it's on it's on HBO Max it, like the ringleader of these cele- like oh we we hit Paris Hilton whatever let me see hold on a second hold on.
2: Uh. Let me see.
3: Uh, let me see this document. On a let me see right here. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see if they interview some of these guys. Let me see. This is just uh,
4: a trailer. Targeted Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and other A-list stars. It was like they went shopping in my closet defendants want to be famous the attorneys want to be famous it's like a fucked up la greek tragedy i've always been the type of person to kind of do whatever i had to get what i wanted but i never thought in my wildest dreams that it would reach the level of criminality that it did we were constantly going to Paris' house it was like our personal atm
5: after my house was broken into i was the most terrified
4: i've ever been in my entire life They made me the bling ring leader.
3: This is totally not based in any reality.
4: Get attention no matter how you get it and you will become a celebrity. Oh
7: my God, I'm in Vanity Fair. In the 2000s, reality TV and social media has made celebrities very accessible to everybody. The interest wasn't just they targeted celebrities, it was the brazenness of keeping the clothes and wearing it
2: themselves.
3: See, they're setting this up like, oh, look, this is a so fancy, like, dude, you're like, literally, the, the, now you wonder why people opt to go in the direction they fucking go. Like, you literally are, are, are being made famous for a documentary with it. You have per- Hilton here. It's a, you know, it's a fucking wacky-ass fucking world. It just shows you the system, like, to me, if they make documentaries about this, then the people who are, like, you know, who the billionaires and the fucking, you know, people that own the fucking media type, you know, TMZ type, like, they can probably organize this kind of stuff to happen so you're constantly in the fucking news. I don't know, man. Just uh, it's, it's so fucking annoying, you know, I don't know I don't know it's just it just gets sick like, you know just everything just becomes like you know so exploitative man. D- DJ Velad and that I don't know if, you, if any of you watch DJ Velad, right? I mean I I should unsubscribe because a lot, a lot of the characters is like it, it's, it's like he interviews people now about the gimmick news and the you know what I mean and he pretends it's fucking real in my personal opinion. And he's been getting like more defensive that people like think things of him and all that kind of stuff even though like you know what I mean like he always props, I'm sure he's done some good shit. But when he kind of like. It feels like he's in the era where, like, he's going to be close to being exposed for something. So he's, like, hammering home on, like, how much good he's done before you find out. But, like, you know, he's kind of going at, like, uh. Let me see. Let me see. But like you know, uh, finesse two times a rapper, and he said, um... "Well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into that too, bro. I'm gonna get into that too in a second. But DJ vlad and this 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 guy, this new guy, one hundred nine. Um, I don't know who this guy is. He seems to have paperwork on a lot of fucking people. He's really a rapper, apparently. One hundred nine, Jake. Um, he basically finesse two times. Basically, and I don't agree with uh, encouraging any violence. But he said, like, people should kill bloggers instead of rappers, right? And it's like, well, I mean, they're both, both of them are cogs in the fucking system. But if he has anger towards bloggers, like the ones that are propped up, like, I'm not saying, oh, you should go and do that. But if he has anger towards them, maybe he has some irrational anger against them because maybe some of these bloggers who pretend they're covering the fucking news... Have alignment with fucking feds and type type of, or, or or their are feds themselves, and they put fucking rappers and other entertainers in fucking danger a lot of the fucking time. That I can understand, like the fucking sentiment coming from him, if that's where he's going. If he's just saying it, oh, just kill any blogger. That's fucking stupid, obviously. But like they're think, but 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 this 1090 Jake and Vlad are thinking of suing him, even though he didn't say them at all whatsoever. But that's another one of these guys that, what they call, like, you know, Vlad's making fucking famous on his thing. Like, you don't even see anything about this guy on Twitter. But, you know, UCLA, you mentioned DJ Envy. That's, that's another, like, I'm not saying that, that like, like the, 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 the scam is, it's like, the people in charge let him do it. But now it's, like, getting caught and being in trouble for it is now also bringing in fucking the entertainment dollar as well. Especially when you bring up, like, oh, Joe Budden warned Envy about this and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like that's, like, a new layer of, uh, you know, Envy has become more of a sports entertainer lately, you know what I mean? He's been kind of going that way for a while. He used to be kind of laid back, but, like, now he's, like, you know. It is what it is, man. I don't know. It just gets fucking crazy to me. I mean, but that could... But, but, but what, what I'm saying is that could also be part of the sports entertain. Like, yeah, they li- they officially did it because they need record of that happening... But that doesn't mean that this stuff with celebrities isn't designed to go down the way it goes down, though. That's that's my that's my whole take about this. It's like it, like you, like people think he's taking an L, but this is actually you know probably in another way making people a lot of fucking money by having this in the discourse. It's it's a new game when it comes to people who are who are celebrities, and you know they're not playing by the regular rules that regular people are playing by. That's like my whole take on it. I'm not saying that it's not real or anything like that. But some of these guys, like, you know, Vlad, DJ Academics and stuff, I think they try to make people's lives a little... They, you know, like put people more in danger than people want to realize. You know, I don't know. It's the same thing with, like, with 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 the Benny the Benny the butcher, like getting mad at the critics for you know. The, here's the thing, man. If people like legit are like giving you critics, like critics, like you know, like doing good analysis and covering like the the actual art and telling you, okay, this is why I don't fuck with it, and they're doing some honest fucking shit, whatever. Like I like like the, like that should be allowed, obviously. Anyone who has an opinion, you know, it should be allowed. But people who pretend to be critics online. Like, some of them, like, okay, yeah, they can make some valid criticism, but they have to make it seem like everything they do is 100% genuine and coming from their heart when, like, they could be given incentive to shit on fucking certain things. And then we got to live, you know, I mean, it's like you become a character and, and then people who get defensive about that is because they're given incentive to constantly put out a fucking narrative. And that's why they get really mad when like you you go, oh, I'm a critic. How dare you uh, tell me that I can't be a critic? And it's like, no, one saying like, you know what I mean, these don't want any discredit. They don't want to be discredited in any way. Because then people will be like, okay, well, is this opinion really, you know, an actual opinion or is it suspect? You know what I mean? They want to be above that. You know what I mean? Even though they want other people not to be above shit. The football player, uh, Michael Irvin was uh, shitting on his son, because his son is, like, it's a way to promote his son doing fucking rap, doing gangster rap, whatever, even though he's saying that his son never lived a gangster life. But it's, like, even if his son didn't live the fucking gangster life, it's, like, people don't 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 realize that, like, even, like, because, like, like oh, we're in the suburbs and all that kind of shit. Like, th- that's, like, a way to make it seem like only people in the, st- like, you know, in, in, in the projects are the ones that are doing all the gangster shit. It, it, you know what I mean, with the cold and, like, you know, it, it, it's, like, it, it, it gives, it puts more highlight on them, but people automatically assume because someone lives in the suburbs that they can't be, they, they can't be doing gangster shit, and I personally believe that, you know, it doesn't have to be the same aesthetic, but I believe that there's probably just as much gangster shit going on in the suburbs, but, like, you, but, but like, you know what I mean, but people look looking at it as street credibility type shit, but like, it actually protects them even more because you think it oh, it's so soft in the in these things but it's like if you're in the if you're in the institu- entertainment institutions you're part of a mafia fucking system you're like by na- you don't gotta be a gangster you don't gotta be the aesthetic of like what a gangster is on the street to be a fucking gangster I don't know exactly you know. I, and I, I, and I always feel like r- rappers who, like, love to take like the ultimate credit for being the most gangster. It's like you're helping, like, people. You're helping law enforcement and people see you, see that as like the only, like, oh, these are the only people that do it. So you're putting a target on you while like the like corporate executives who are gangsters are like you know like going under the fucking radar because the most that people will think at, uh, about them. Is that they're you know out of touch white guys who can't fucking dance to the rhythm, and the, and the, and and then and the character like you know they'll like you know nonchalantly fucking say something like shizzle. You know what I mean? Like like that's like the aesthetic they want. You know what I mean? But like you know. Um. What's up, Canadian for life? What's up, man? Um, Tyre. Let me see. I'm just recording part of my podcast right now. I'm gonna get off soon, though. Um. But um. You know. Uh. Ty- apparently, Tyrese, genuine, and Tank are reforming their group. I, I I forget there's another group with a bunch of R and B singers. I forget the name of again, but I remember this happened in two thousand seven. I didn't think it got that much traction, whatever. But I looked up, I looked them up, and to see how long they lasted, they were around from two thousand. I remember when it first formed, but I didn't think it took off as well. But they like, apparently disbanded in two thousand fifteen. I thought it was like much. I thought like before two thousand nine they broke up or something like that, but I don't know. By the way, what's it called, uh, hold on a second, uh, Timbal- Timbaland, hold on a second, Timbaland... This is chick... Oh, so let me see. Um, okay, hold on a second. Uh, I'm just looking up something. Hold on. I want to see who this girl is for a second. This is a new chick called Anna Margot, And she's like some 21-year-old white girl. And Timbaland's backing her, and she kind of looks like uh, Aaliyah a little bit. And you know, and again, maybe you're just trying to recreate Aaliyah in a lab, whatever. But because, like you know, over the last couple of years, people who have been doing an analysis of like the R. Kelly thing and all that kind of stuff, people's names have become like shrapnel in this in this R. Kelly thing because of his connection with Aaliyah, with the with the with the Aaliyah, you know, the underage fucking element. And people, like, are, again, I don't know if that, that's true or not, but people are, or, like, people have made these acu- accusation-like things what, from what Timbaland has said, where, like, he's shown how close he was with her, um, you know, dr- during those years and all that kind of stuff. So people think that, like, her, him and a lot of other people were predatory towards Leah in the game. And, and it wouldn't shock because the music, the, the entertainment industry, again, is, like, you know, like, really shady. So to me, it's like it's, it's so, so, it, it, so since people already know what Timberland's feeling is of of, uh, of Aaliyah, because people have been pointing it out, you know what I mean, for like you know the last couple of years. Like him coming out with an Aaliyah lookalike, you know what I mean. It's gonna like probably be more storyline discourse. There'll probably be something shady about it. Then they'll have a Timbaland documentary or something like that. I don't think she looks that much like Aaliyah, but I guess in this video, she kind of does. Let me see. With
4: Asana, it's easy to monitor projects across teams. Oh, jeez.
3: I hate these ads.
1: Here. You, really. The the beat's dope though. Oh. This nobody this else Does
3: sound like a, this does sound like a Leah song kind of in a way? Has soul, you know she's pretty she's pretty good and much. Right. sound like a, you know, a song that Aaliyah would do.
1: Oh.
3: It's not bad. The beat's pretty fucking good. It sounds like a classic Timbaland beat, you know. Something I would've pumped in the early 2000s. Late 90s, you know? How many people are in here, man? Thanks for some of the people that are keeping... I don't know who who gave me all these hearts. Um, Yeah, but I'll get into some of the wrestling discourse a little bit. Um, Adam Copeland said... um, Adam Copeland said that, I, I, I don't know if he said he'll go to the G1 or he's thinking about it, but it's like, this is what AEW, people from WWE that go to AEW, this is what they do. Like, they might just have a, a match in Japan, maybe, I, you know, like, it'd be insane to expect them to do a G1, but it's like, what, if, like, they probably knew they weren't gonna fucking do it, why would you get our hopes up in that, that regard? Like, if you're Brian Danielson and all that, why don't you just say, no, I'd like to have a match in Japan, I'm not gonna do the G1, but now you got us excited. And now people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Tony Khan should put his foot down." But it's like, dude, he can—he has so many people on his roster that he can afford to like, the, like the to do, have something like this where you have like uh, an update where you even like you know like let people know about like the G One. You help them do business, even you know what I mean. I don't know. I'm not saying Brian Danielson should do it, but I—I I, I don't mind like, you should. But I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Edge in a New Japan match just to see what's going on. You know, I don't know. for some reason Nick Hosman, right? I knew he's gonna get on push where like, you know, he's gonna make like okay, like he's like, um let me see, hold on a second, let me see uh hold on a second, uh
2: hold on, let me see, You Austria. Let me see.
3: With call like, p- 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 I guess people put out the rumor that she might be main eventing Wrestle um, Elimination Chamber, right? And it's like, and then Nick Hoffman had to come out and say, I thought he randomly just came out with the story saying, oh, there's no plans for it. It's like, so then why are you telling us about something that wasn't planned to make it news? And it just seems like, are oh, you trying to get people more riled up? Because you want Rhea Ripley to main event. I mean, it, 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 if they actually let her, like, you know, get compelling feud with the women's title, sure. The only way that I can see her main eventing the fucking... With this title ring that she has, not against any woman. I, I mean, maybe Jade, maybe. But, what's it called? But, like, w- but since she's already been more fucking involved with the guys... Maybe she'll fucking be somebody that, you know, wrestles one of the guys, you know, since she's more, like, that's been the more, she, she's a compelling character, but her reign hasn't really been all that, I I guess you could say it's been like, a decent reign, because a lot of times, like, when they're just focused on the women, when, like, like someone's within the women's division, it's just mainly with the women's creative, like, b- being outside the women's division, unfortunately, makes her a harder character, because she's just mixing up with the guys, but like that shouldn't be the fucking case she since she's over she should be bringing that energy to people who you know but it's like it's like the creative behind it is kind of shit so I mean I'm sure she will fucking main an event since like they're already making the discourse maybe making us push for it but they're saying there's no plans for it, which means that like we're they're gonna force you we're gonna force their hands to do it. Apparently, Simon. I, I thought Simon Miller's Simon Miller from What Culture is actually coming to like you know where impact is in the U.S. to do this match, but I guess because they're turn, um, part of their tour in U.K. will it will be turning point and it will be airing on fucking you know in November, but this will be done like October twenty seventh. But Simon Miller from What Cult, I know that they had What Culture Pro Wrestling for like that year and a half or so. Like, a, like a, a, a lot of named guys went to that fucking, like, you know... I think Kurt Angle, Cody... I think that's where they had their match there, I think... If I'm not mistaken. But what they're called, um, you know... Simon Miller is gonna wrestle Joe Henry at the fucking Impact. I mean, good for the guy, you know what I mean? He seems like a nice dude. I haven't been following... Like, the only, like, thing about about Punk that I've seen online... Is, like, Mark Henry... Like, the thing is, because I know it's going to go in his... Like, you know, it's, it's it's leading for him... If he comes back, it's leading for him to get what he wanted. And it feels like, you know, like, you know, like... Everything's so out of control that they need Punk back. And, like, you know, and he's this old-school guy that's going to do... Like, can he train people that want to be trained and just leave it at that, maybe? Like, I don't understand why he has to force... Like, especially since you've seen... Some of the clips behind the scenes, uh, like his shoot interviews, where he admitted that he kind of like took advantage, him and Cole Cabana took advantage of some fucking woman. Like, you know, and, and, and people think that's outlaw shit, that's what, you know, should be brought back. Like, like, if I'm an up-and-coming person, I wouldn't want someone like punk fucking, you know, but that's the whole industry in general, though. So it's, it's like, these pe- pe- people didn't want a new alternative to WWE. They just wanted their own version of WWE with, like, the oppressive shit that they fucking hated Vince McMahon for doing. And they've trained fans to fucking hate about how everyone has to go, you know... Naya Jax was doing uh, an uh, interview, I, I don't know if she did an interview, but she's talking about how much hate she gets and how much harassment. The thing is, people are not going to feel bad because, you know, um, you, you automatically think that she's a shitty person because she injures people. And also her political views, obviously, you know, um, her being fucking anti-fucking-vax and all that type of shit. People, you know, already fucking feel justified. But the thing is, she's a cog in the fucking system that has trained her to be the way that she is. If WWE want, like the people online have to fucking accept the, the, the have to accept that there's people like, again because they want to believe that everything that's online is a hundred percent fucking like on the up and up. But like, there's like I, what I'm trying to say is that if you think you're a big you're you're a big moral person because you call out Nia Jax and you still like think that everyone else in WWE who's in the fucking power. In the, in the in the in the power trust in the, in the inner circle, basically, if you think that like they, they aren't in control of like what some of these people get into, then it, it just it just it just lets me know that you're a fucking idiot as well. Because like you can call out not, like the Naya Jack, but like a lot of people like like people don't want to realize that the the game has made people discourse fucking characters. We rather think because again, if everybody admits to it, then it'd be like we're basically analyzing kayfabe news all the fucking time. Then, and people don't want to fucking admit that, but you know, because like you know, the thing is like again, like I don't, I don't agree with her, but I wouldn't go and start harassing her also. I, 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 like, 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 if she's doing something fucking really shady that she should be arrested or called out for, you know what I mean? Whatever fucked up shit she's doing. Because, I mean, she's in the QAnon circle, so I'm sure she's been recruited into that type of shit. Even, even with Lazy Evans, like, not like not being, uh, you know, in, in WWE officially anymore, I still feel she's still a part of WWE. In that, like, she'll be more of a discourse character now. And whatever she's into, she have to do it outside WWE, just like how, you know, in my personal opinion, how Jackson Riker, a.k.a. Gunner, is now, a, like, like, he was setting the seeds, like, uh, of people to be, like, people are like, oh, dude, he's just, he just a guy that doesn't have any power, he's just a wrestler, and all that, he just has these stupid opinions. And it's like, okay, well, either they're, they're, they're doing this to basically make this his character and, like, you know, like, bringing in the real-life character, because gonna go in that of nature, but now that he's left and now he's gone to become a fucking sheriff somewhere, yes, I'm fucking nervous with his political—with his, his outlook and how, how much he seems to detest black people, I'm allowed to be concerned— that, like, we're not going to, like, I got to wake up every day and wonder now if this guy's going to do something and be trigger-happy. Since, you know what I mean, like, you know, it just, to me, it just, uh, I don't know. So, like, Lacey Evans talked, I, I guess she always, I guess when to make, because everyone thinks she's a, a problematic person, people always make it seem like, oh, because they got into arguments and fights Back in WWE, that must mean that the WWE institution doesn't co-sign her, like, anti-autism thing and all that kind of stuff, whatever. But it, but to me, it's like some of the people in there probably agree with her. She's just doing it to make it look... She's she's like... P- people will think she's keeping it real, but some people will be like, oh, I'm glad WWE got rid of her, basically. But it's like she's still probably a part of them. Some people assume that maybe she gave, like, shit because... You know, she's one of these people that probably like, you know, thinks that because she's a marine that, you know, automatically, she can like, you know, she all she all all the time needs fucking nonstop respect. What else do I have right here? If Brock Anderson's off the AEW roster page, which probably means he'll probably go to AEW. I'm sorry, WWE, NXT, maybe. Another draft, essentially. Art Anderson will probably go back, too, most likely, right? But, like, people are like, oh, Art Anderson can't go back. He uh got Alicia... Uh, Ali- Ali- Alicia Fox was uh drunk when she wrestled, and he let her do it. It's like, they've let people do that all the... Like, when, when you found out about it, to me, it's like... She, she, that was used as an excuse for what... Because... Uh, uh, Alicia, Alicia Fox and a lot of like some of these other women that don't get used as often, but they're still on the roster. It's like it's a mafia institution, right? So you still like you're like you're talented, but you don't get to do much, whatever. Some but and you're and you're known for like just being oh, why do they like why do they have um who, who that chick Rosa Mendez like why do they have her on the roster still? And it's like some of these people become like industry madams still where they're allowed to function in there. But, like, they're, like, designed to get fucked up like that, and they're put out there when it needs to be discourse, essentially. So, like, t- t- it, was, it was an excuse for why Art Anderson had to fucking leave, basically. Because, like, you know, everyone, you know, you just you just seem like they have to do a storyline like that. Darby, Darby did something s- insane at Nitro Circus. What was over
2: here? Hold on, let me see. Oh,
0: I thought he was gonna be oh, to no, the right there. He's
7: gonna go! No, no. Oh. Jimmy! Oh, if his shoulder sucks before, it sucks even more right now. Make some noise
3: for pile driving himself, Darby Allen. Jimmy, not even no self preservation. See, That's see, cool. you now people will think that he's doing that on, uh, you know, he's doing that on his own. Like, in my personal opinion, it's like. These people, with your celebrity, like, whatever your thing is, like, you gotta take L's or take, like, all these fucking risks. But it makes it seem like these guys have no fucking control, and you have to ring them in, basically. But, like, the system allows for him to do this. If they really didn't want him to do it, they would tell him not to fucking do it. And they would put their foot down, basically. But he feels like another fucking, you know, discourse fucking guy that's, you know... Something's like you know, unf- like, you know it, like, like since like these things are like by design in some way it feels like this guy's gonna like do something that's gonna be so fucking dangerous that like like like, like, like there's definitely gonna be like I, I i i hope I'm wrong you know what i mean i i want i want be so fucking wrong i'm ju- i'm just I, i'm just preparing myself because I know how this fucking shit how things are being repeated basically but it feels like there's gonna be like some type of fucking you know some from some fucking stunt Someone's gonna like literally fucking have horrible shit happen to them in the ring. And I ho- I hope that I'm putting it out so it doesn't happen. I don't know. By the way, sh- shout out to Ali and Mansoor, um, you know, from who wrestle in WWE. They're like they're selling their like they're auctioning off their gear so they can give uh, money to people in Gaza who are in need or whatever. That's a good thing, you know what I mean? And 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 by the way, Kofi Kingston fucking I think he opened a. They mentioned it on Raw basically, but like you know they showed it, but it's it's pretty fucking cool too. He opened uh Kofi Kingston opened a um a, a library I think like a, a computer labs and library, type of deal for in 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 Ghana man. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool too. I'm I I I I really want to give like th- these guys respect for doing it. it but it, it always feels like now when you learn about like. Something they, like, th- something good that, like, like, with Sammy for Syria, for example. Like, for example, that's a good cause, right? But part of me is, like, always wondering since, like, you know, they work for WWE and part of, like, your, you know, part of, like, how you become a heel in real life is, like, you do something scammy. And I hope it's not one of those fucking cases. I hope it's just a genuine cause, you know what I mean? Like, and, and they're, you know, doing something good in the midst of, like, being around in, a, in an evil institution, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want it to be like that. But sometimes, like, you know, I I, got to prepare myself because then, like, it's like the people who write discourse control, like, like, they play with your fucking emotions. Like, oh, look, we're, oh, that's a happy fucking thing. That's a cool, and we can just leave it at that. But then, like, oh, but did you know the happy thing that we promoted? Now, all of a sudden, there's some shadiness around it. I, I just, I hate thinking like that. But I just see the overall fucking pattern. So I want to just give a shout out. I, I hope it's like, you know, everything, you know, everything with every, everything, anything that's being promoted in a good fucking way, I hope it's actually genuine. I hope there's like nothing, Fuck you know what I mean? Like I, I, really, I, I really can't take more people, but like, you know, getting into like s- s- scam level fucking shit all the time. When it, I, But when it comes to celebrities, it's like, it's, it's like a, a number one trope I, I think happens now. Apparently, Sammy Callahan was backstage at Collision. And listen, man, I, I, again, I, he, has, listen, he hasn't really been compelling in the last couple of years, really, man, in my personal opinion. He's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying, like, okay, fine, if, if, if Mox wants him in. But, like, there's other fucking people you could be using and building up instead of signing more fucking people. yeah you know, i just don't understand it you know what i mean i i, I don't i don't- I, I don't get it you know but like me- maybe he'll do something compelling but like i i just don't i don't i don't know if he does a if he does a hacker shit maybe you know maybe he could be he could be the number uh, the reason why things get hacked and things get li if, if you do that character maybe he can be a f a f like a more of a character in that way instead of being somebody that you know what I mean? Because I mean, it's just another deathmatch wrestler, basically, kind of in a way. I don't know. Like maybe you should have grabbed him like when like AEW started. Maybe you know what I mean. Like 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 right now it's like you know like Takashta has like wins over like Omega Jericho and like you know he he has some prominent fucking wins. And it's, like, how does he not, like, get a title shot for anything, basically? Like, in in character. So, like, it's, it's like, now people have to, like, you know, he's not in Battle Royals for that. Or he's not, like, doing, I don't know. I I know they're, just in storyline-wise, like, why wouldn't he be eligible to go for any titles, basically? You know? I don't know, man. I was debating, you know, um, uh, no, 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 not debating, but, um, I was listening to Post Wrestling's, um, they, they did a, they did a review again of, uh, WrestleMania 17, and even I skimmed through, you know, some of it, like, you know, on, on, like, you know, the network from, you know, on my laptop and shit, um, I didn't want to watch the whole fucking thing, but. From their review and some of the stuff that I saw, like, you know, you know, guess what like I do think that's like, the greatest fucking WrestleMania ever. But it's like I guess like, you know, some of the current ones have kind of been like a, like not like like a, all the current ones that have ever happened in the last twenty years. But like there's been other ones that have been better now. I guess like the you could say the Austin rock match was a lot better than what people thought. But I think because of like, the ending of like McMahon and Austin shaking hands has like made people like not really give a shit about that ending really. I me, me, personally, when I watched it, I thought it was really overbooked with, like, the amount of time they kicked out of Stunners and all that kind of shit. And how many times, you know what I mean? Like, the final blow of what McMahon of, McMahon, of McMahon fucking, like, you know, um of McMahon, like, doing something. That should have been what finishes the match. So then, you know what I mean? It was like, Austin turned heel while still not being able to take care of him. Like, that should have been the final blow of Austin turning heel then. But, like, you know, the but to me, I always thought the Austin stuff, like, n- now it feels like wrestling was not supposed to be popular after, like, be as popular afterwards, it was supposed to scale down, and that wasn't the good way to get you there, basically. But if you're going to ever do an Austin-McMahon alignment, like, the best way you should have done it was probably in 99 when uh the Ministry of Darkness was taking over, and, like, Undertaker was doing the higher power shit. Instead of doing it... Vince McMahon... I personally thought... It was going to be Ted DiBiase... Um, you know... And I thought... If it wasn't going to be him... It should be Don Callis... But like... They ruined that whole fucking storyline... And I thought... That would be the perfect time... For an Austin McMahon alignment... Because... They both would have been... On the good side... Like You know what I mean? Like... McMahon would still be a bad guy... But because Undertaker is so evil... Uh, ...McMahon has to work with Austin... ...that would have been a well... ...a, a, a well... Like ...that would have been more more well-received... ...than doing the, um, you know, um... ...doing, you know... Do, ...doing, uh, you know, uh, the Austin-McMahon... ...shaking hands at WrestleMania 17. You know, I don't know. I just think the attitude area in general... like ...I, I know the a great time with, like, characters... ...and there was some great... Like, there, there, ...there was some great storylines... ...and some great segments... But to me, like, that's never really, you know, like, looking at how other things have been booked and looking at, like, how different people book shit back in the past and all that, to me, it's never been the most ideal booking shit. And I think, and again, maybe it would have been better in a bubble. No, 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 that wasn't UCLA going the WrestleMania or Tyson Punch Michael. No, 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 that wasn't, uh, that WrestleMania 14. I'm talking about WrestleMania 17 when it was, like, it was like two thousand one, like right after Vince McMahon bought WCW and the main event was Austin and Rock. And then it was, and the whole thing was like who's gonna turn the bad guy basically. Like the original like again, people like gas that gas that match up because of the whole limp biscuit fucking video package. But like the, the the creative going into that fucking match was not that great either. They were trying to incorporate um the the um uh, Austin's wife, Deborah McMichael at that time. To be in The Rock's corner. And it's like, people... like Again, listen, we assume that Austin can get chicks and all that. But I don't think Austin's character is a character that, like... You want to parade around by having a girlfriend with him. You know what I mean? It worked out fine when he was being a bad guy, whatever. It added a layer to him. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, that that's the whole thing. He's also, you know, a domestic abuse guy. And apparently, I mean, people have planted the seeds that he's also been... Like you know, like the, that woman, that, that wrestler, woman, that that, that wrestler, uh, that woman wrestler for ECW, Jazz, who's in WWE for a bit. She claims that you know, she claims that Austin is kind of racist. Some people have said Austin is racist. I don't know how true. I mean, I, I, one time I heard him on um um we having Wade Keller, the uh, re- they're doing interviews, they're doing interview they're talking about politics a little bit, and then Wade and then Steve Austin is one of those guys that goes, "What's happening in Chicago?" Whenever, whenever, like, a white guy always brings up Chicago and they don't want to say, oh, I don't want to talk about politics, but, man, what's up with Chicago? I always know it's some fucking anti-blackness going on there, in my personal opinion, at least. And then, you know, he, he, in recent years, he's liked Ben Shapiro's anti-trans tweets, so we know that Austin's going in that fucking direction, most likely. It doesn't surprise me. The guy was never really a rebel, you know what I mean? He's, that's why I compare Austin to Donald Trump. The same booking, basically. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to get going. Um, thanks for chilling with me, for doing this podcast, for this portion. I'm going to come back later on to do the recast, but I'm going to do that off Tumblr. But yeah, thanks for everyone coming in into the chat and listening. There's like a lot of people in here. You know. Okay, 7:48 p.m. October 23rd. I again I'm always behind with the raw shit. So I I'm going to do the WWE recaps and then I'll go in, I'll do the I'll do the Bound for Glory like thoughts like you know, I I I've been kind of backed up. So, I know I'm probably doing this by the time the current episode is on, I'm not close, close to it, but I'll go over the W recap really quickly as I can. I said it all the time, but when I wrote this, I, I tended on doing it. So, Sammy opened up the show, and it was weird because he was the one who was not happy about the trade of SmackDown for, for Owens. Again, so it means shit if people weren't going back and forth on these shows. And I feel like they're definitely you know, doing the wrong SmackDown route for Survivor Series because they got a gimmick. Going on with Piers and all this on SmackDown, but anyway, Samuel was not happy about it. He was excited about them that they both of these get to their single shit for the win world titles maybe. So no one's happier about him about uh, than him about Jay coming to Raw, but he's struggling with it. He's also struggling that after he, they hit their highs of their their careers together as a tag team. They was tainted by the Judgment Day. Judgment Day. So tonight the Judgment Day are gonna um getting the tag team opportunity he's got a, little, a lot of mixed emotions about it. And he has no idea what's next. But he does uh, know that the last year of his career has been the best. And he hits, he, he, he hits the highs because of the fans. The Judgment Day interrupt and they mock Sammy for being alone. You know, there's one thorn left on their side, basically, you know. And he goes over about... Uh, and Priest goes off about Drew and the rest of them telling the show. It feels more and more you might actually have Drew joining the Judgment Day to replace Priest, maybe. But I still kind of think, ultimately, Priest is the one who might kick out Rhea, maybe, I don't know. If it backfires and shit. Dom made mention of what Rhea's gonna do to Shayna, they proclaimed Judgment Day will bring the t- back titles, they're gonna uh, t- attack, but then Jay came out to make the save. Sammy later on flips on Jay a bit, because he's mad about the Owens thing. Now everything is going well for Jay, not for Sammy. He's still cool with them, whatever. But then Jay just walks away, kind of in a way they like, kind of feeling sad. that Sammy goes immediately to apologize. They're basically cool again, whatever. We see Judgment Day later on. Priest is still complaining about Drew and Rhea with Mia. And Priest asked where she was. She was getting ready for her, uh, getting ready for her match. And since Drew got involved with Sammy later, I might as well go over him and accept promo. This is really good. This justifies to me why Drew should feel the way he should, even though he'll embrace going more heel, but people telling him to get over the bloodline she's just an example of how people in this company and the world in general in general take credit for being screwed over, like they they take getting screwed over and they think that they're not allowed to harp on it. Seth so goes over what happened the week prior and debating if Drew's a good guy and Drew gives him shit for always getting jumped in the ring and how he can't babysit everyone and and get into the business and, and get into their business that isn't his um it, it it was like, you know, a a brief promo from the it was like it was like the brief promo from a week before backstage was being brought out here for the sports entertainment portion, basically. Uh, Seth wonders if Drew is getting help because he showed a clip of Rhea and Drew talking backstage in that background, you know, from the week before Drew goes over not being a thirsty creep like Jay Uso and it was not it was none of Seth's business and to worry about um him not taking the title off of him. Seth, um Oh, says thanks for the clarity now he'll make it clear nobody's taking the title off him especially Drew he gets it Drew's um, Drew's head's been messed with big opportunities and big matches just like when Drew needed success he had a lot of big failures Drew is so freaked out about failures he enlisted the side help of the judgement day that won't work for Drew and dealing with them is a slippery slope that Drew, Drew doesn't want to go down and then Drew points that sounds rattled because the last time you know they fought You know Drew beat him in a title match He goes over the um, else coming at a cost and goes over the bloodline, and Seth doesn't care about the bloodline, tells him to get over it. Drew asks Seth if he likes being the world champion. That was his dream when he beat Brock in five minutes. There was no no one there. At the time, they needed someone to step up, and Drew did that. By the time everyone was back, the moment had passed. He caught lightning in a bottle at Clash at at the castle, and who screwed him over the bloodline? And he goes, you can't let it go so quickly. And Seth will have to think long and hard on how he'll reinvent himself for the five hundred and third time when he beats uh, when he when he gets beat by him at uh, you know uh, at Crown Jewel. And Seth tells him that no one understands better than him what Drew's had to go through. The climb to the top is hard. He spent four years to get back to the top. All he's been hearing right now is excuses from Drew. He'll beat him at Crown Jewel, and Drew will leave because um will, will will be better because of it, better for the first time he'll have no one else to blame but himself. This is good. The thing is, Drew has valid points against Seth because Seth is not even officially a good guy himself. He's kind of a tweener. He's not really addressed shit that he's done like properly. And he's pointing at Drew for possibly making deals and telling him to get over shit when Seth has been complaining about the title not being, de- that the world title not being defended non-stop, which is why this title exists, because he hasn't gotten over Reigns not being the fighting champion that he wants. Drew has valid points in this argument about why he can't get over it, because if you expect, he- because you're expected to, and this is why Drew is probably my favorite part of the fucking show. At least least was something Drew, I could see Drew's point of view. But when Drew had a conversation with Sammy, I was kind of on Sammy's side a little bit, right? But Rhea did have a showdown with Becky when Becky was talking about Indy giving her a title match. Which, by the way, Indy used the excuse of her not losing the title to begin with. But wasn't that the point on her NXT promo claiming that she never lost and that's why she was put in a triple threat? That she also lost, so that's why her... So I mean, what is she complaining about here? Um, so why was she getting a title shot I like, I don't know. Anyway, Sammy and Drew had a confrontation. Drew goes over Sammy, leaving the bloodline. He was, like, you know, very hesitant about him for first, but Sammy worked hard and stepped up as a leader. And, uh, and, and so Drew, like, you know, respects him for that, and Sammy appreciates the, you know, respect. Drew said, but Drew, ha- ha, um, you know, is, is 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 having a little bit of a problem because he felt that way until he saw what he saw earlier. The instant forgiveness for Jay. Jay done the opposite of what Sammy did. He is the expected trust and forgiveness. And Sammy tells Drew that Seth was right to put the bloodline stuff behind him. Jay's done all he can to make people believe. It. And if Drew is the only one who doesn't buy it. Then, you know, from one person to another, putting the bloodline behind you can be hard. And Drew tells Sammy, no offense, but he can't relate because Sammy has never been world champion. And the way he's going, he'll never be world champion. And S- Sammy tells him if there's any doubt in Drew's mind what level Sammy is at, he can find him, you know, next week, which is today, basically. So this feels like a way, maybe a way to get Sammy to go for the, like, this this might change Sammy's perception of how he should go for the gold in the future. Maybe he'll go after Drew if they let Drew actually win from Seth, I don't know. I don't know if that'll happen, but I like how each character is affecting each other and bringing out some of their insecurities, and this is why the Bloodline storyline is really paying dividends on the overall front, with making more people interesting by default. Rhea and Sheena had a, a match, and Naya came out and got, and got involved, but Raquel attacked her before she could go in the ring, and then Naya dominated her, and Zoe came out of nowhere, and this leads to her getting into the ring, and eventually everyone brawls, you know, Rhea and Zoe had, like, fucking confrontation, uh, you know, and Rhea got told by Pierce that she's going to defend the title against all five of them, all four, all, four the, all four of them, and she wasn't happy about that, she'll destroy them all, basically, and Indus sure wanted to talk to but we didn't find out what that was, but it's part of the same segment. Then we had Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay, and it was it was a good match, of course. But Jay J- J- Jimmy showed up and super kicked Jay, and it cost him the match essentially. So I guess they needed that one confrontation between Cody and Reigns. Now it feels like it's going going, but like but but I thought like that's the only reason why they did that, so like now you can separate them for a bit. But now I feel like they're going to Raw and SmackDown for Survivor Series thing when when it, when this it played out on SmackDown because Jay showed up there. But Cody and Jay did cut a promo before the match, like, you know, earlier on, but, you know, if that means anything. Also, while Miz was being interviewed about not getting respect he deserves, or, you know, Nia came into the shot to declared that she'll destroy everyone, essentially, but Miz is coming off more parody, even if he was being genuinely funny. But I wish they didn't go on and off with his tone, but he was mad about being on the third hour for this interview, basically. then Nia basically said that no one has, you know, ha- has given her best shot Yeah, yeah, you know, and then, uh, and then, um, Zaya Lee Becky asking for a shot when Becky said that she'll give her one, Zaya said she'll do it on her own time, so why are you bothering Becky for it then, I guess, I don't know. She She's going for a fight, that she gets a challenge accepted, and then she'll say that she'll do it on her time, so then, I don't know. Then Jade came to the shot and said she wanted that title too, so, that was fucking cool. It makes me think that, like, you, Jade will definitely be showing up for Becky at least, you know good good way to get her the NXT title but plus beating a made person, you know. Um, yeah, so the Nakamura beat Ricochet in a false can anywhere match. It was pretty fucking good. Ricochet doing the street star press in the crowd by the, by the, you know, by the, you know, the the, the stand entrance, like, like you know, the entering, the entering the building, whatever. That was insane, but in today's climate, you know what I mean, like, that would have been, like, the most insane thing for 10 years in the 2000s. But, like, you know what I mean? This is like just like, just like Darby will do something that'll top it, you know. But Nakamura is keeping the character strong, I guess. I guess he'll, he'll still remain important, even if he's not going for the world title, I guess. There's a segment with Chelsea and Niven putting down Tegan. I think and then Caden and Katana there. And I think, uh, you know, and, and Nikki Cross was also there. Natty showed up, and it led to a match between Natty and Niven. And Niven won. And Tegan made the save afterwards. Ludwig beat Gargano, um, but it was because of Vinci. Even though Ludwig didn't want him getting involved because it was a good takeaway, but um, but him getting beat up by Gargano helped Ludwig actually win. Gunther and Bronson had a really good back-and-forth Haas battle, man. this was a really fucking a good title match. Uh, Gunther, and then after he won, Gunther feels like, um, uh, feel like one of the most important champions in the company. He has some really good defense, but Gunther tells Vinci he didn't fulfill his obligation despite, despite Vinci saying that he helped Ludwig. And he saw Gar- and then Gunter saw Gargano walking backstage, and Gunter Gar- 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 said that next week he wants him to be stretched out, essentially. So it's on them, and I assume it's happening right now as we speak. It's eight, like it's not even eight o'clock yet, It's turning eight o'clock soon. There was an Alpha um, Alpha Academy New Day comedy segment, but it was a decent. Um, it was busy to set up a match. Tazawa was there, you know. You know, doing the workouts sure it would be a good fucking match. I'll go to NXT. They did a... They did a battle royal for the tag teams. It wasn't all that great, but I'm sure the other storylines will continue from it. But it got Lotharion and Chase used to chase you to win the, like the the final two. Creed got fucked over because he eliminated Lotharion, but the referees didn't see it. Because of a brawl breakout with other eliminated parties. Then when the match happened, Chase you won because Creed cost them the match. It did some distraction, you know. So Chase U is gonna go. I think they should give Chase U the titles to tell you the truth, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, give them something for this. Like, you know, they're constantly the most overact in, in this company a little bit. Blair had a promo about her match with Gigi, and Gigi later on from the wheel. I forget what the fucking gimmick match was. Like I'm in a hurry, I can't remember all of it. You know, but I'll mention. I'll mention when I do the recap. Essentially, I, I, I it's just it's all hardcore matches. Like not like anything too out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, we had another Alexis King promo about him making his debut next week since it's Halloween Havoc. He said Superstar will talk to him about how much fun, um, how much fun they've had with him and how much they love him. About I think about his dad. He says he looked in their eyes and and um and basically lied to their teeth that he you know saying that he loved his dad too basically. Says he never knew the man that he spent more nights in a hotel room than he did at home. He's in no one's shadow. he says Halloween having is the start of his career, not the continuation of someone else's. He'll make the name bigger than his father's, and that name is Lexus King. I'm looking forward to how they present this because, I, like I said last time, this is actually a current version of what his dad would actually do. Because you couldn't mimic the loose cannon exactly, right? And it would look so fucking forced, but this version... It's kind of what Pillman's offspring would evolve to if you wanted to keep you keep the same type of controversial vibe about him. You know that's what it reeks of a little bit. Mello and Corbin and kind Dijak of had a promise after their match. It, it was pretty good where like, each character on each other, but ultimately ends, um, you know, ultimately ultimately ends with like you know um, you know uh, with like your know, trick coming out basically and adding, being added to them, but again, Mellow became a fanboy over meeting some of the legends from last week, Corbin gave him a shit for being a fanboy, and maybe he has, has a title if he wasn't, um, you know, getting an autograph, then Diejack comes out, uh, made a comment about everyone will have to look into his eyes, and Corbin made a joke about how he wears sunglasses inside, they bickered back and forth until Ilya shows up, Cody's final decision from last week, the week before, was letting Trick be part of the match, and Mellow looked worried because it was kind of shady to do that. And you could argue Melo has been kind of acting shady as well. But this move makes Trick look a little bit kind of, uh, you know, um, kind of shady. But Corbin and Daddy are trying to stir the pot, essentially. There are cracks um, being made about Corbin, about Trick's pants. Trick denies the changes or anything between him and Melo. Corbin has to point out that Melo is shook. And has is done behind his back. Melo refuses to let it, let it get to him. Eventually, Trick and Melo kind of fend them off when they attack. Melo um, and Trick had a segment later, and he complained about being blindsided and said they had a plan last week, and Trick said that's Melo's plan. He beat Don for a title, and he wants more of it. He's in the same place that Melo was last year, but he um he should have told them, and he apologized. And Melo says he he could have told them still, but Trick says he was nervous. And Melo says he, he gets it tonight, but he's got to do what he's got to do. And Trick's is the same, basically. And then they say that, you know, it'll be them against the world, but Melo doesn't seem to really buy it. Then later on, we saw Trick attacked, and we got another mystery out of this now. It's probably going to be like a Triple H, HBK reveal with the advanced technology, if it is Melo that did it. But maybe it isn't Melo, who knows? Melo doesn't look like, Melo does look guilty because he did win the Triple Threat match, right? So it, it's actually an argument. It was a good it was a good match, though. So I, I thought it was going to be Baron Corbin, to tell you the truth. Fallon and Tiffany had a segment where Fallon was giving advice to the breakout competitors, and Tiffany said that they should get for someone else like her. It was a way to have Fallon and Tiffany kind of lead to a feud, I guess. Uh, that I forget what her last name is, but the, one of the breakout one of the breakout tournament stars, Carmen P. I, I forget what I, I I didn't put the last name. I think it's Petrovic or something like that. She beat Jada in in the, in the tournament, and then Ariana Grace um, beat some chick named Brinley Reese. She was replacing, you know, Jakara, She's playing the Miss Universe. Comp, uh, she's playing like the Miss Univ- uh, Universe like competitors kind of with her speech, and how they how how something when they do a phony speech, and she accepts. She goes. She accepts her by, um, and said Jacara out of the tournament, but that chick Reese came out, Brinley Reese, for they're playing and Ariana won it character wise I think they should... Um, character wise I think she is the best character. She should win the tournament, in my personal opinion. She's really good with the character. Tegan and Natty had a promo setting up Tegan's match... And Tegan lost to Lyra because Niven and Chelsea showed her to distract them, basically, and they kind of brawled with them. Then Becky showed up on the screen. Eventually, after Lyra cut a promo, she goes every drop of sweat, every decision, bad or good, was leading to this match. She says Becky saw something in her, and it lit a fire, and it took her here. She was working toward becoming the first Irish-born NXT champion, but Becky took it t- took that from her. But she learned from Becky if that was um if that s- someone closes the door in your face, you kick another one down. She couldn't um, beat Becky to become the first, but she'll beat Becky at Halloween having Then Becky shows up. So they're late, they're late friends to send them videos to keep an eye out on, on Lyra. And, uh, you know, he was right. Lyra was the number one on her list. Not because she wanted to be two Irish girls fighting for the title, but because she's good. Becky is better. Lyra can say Becky is her hero and that's her dream match. But when she gets in the ring, she'll have to despise her because that's what she'll have to do to win. Welcome to the big time. it was a pretty good fucking promo to set the match. We had a Vaughn promo, him not fully recovered enough. He had like a whole like bandage around his head. He wasn't be able to pull the band for his physical therapy. So then you know he kinda of like you know, it's like left you all somber and then later on Vaughn got into bronze face. No not Vaughn, sorry, Stone got into bronze face. And um and uh, about what he did and it leads to and it basically Bronze being an asshole about like Vaughn not recovering. So then Stone basically steps up, and basically they set up a match, basically. And I'm sure they're going to let Vaughn return, but the promo segment wasn't all that great. It came off a little bit more comedy to me, even though they weren't going for it. But I appreciate the effort they're putting into it. I'm sure when Vaughn will, will get a pop when he returns to beat the fuck out of Braun. Shotzi beat Kiana in a decent match. Roxy made the distraction to help her. Later on, um, Roxy spins the wheel for their match with Kiana in a Devil's Playground match. Feels like nothing out of the ordinary. Just different gimmick matches that are hardcore, basically. And by the way, Jade showed up in the screen when Lyra was backstage after the main event looking uh, at the Becky poster. But she also walked out. Lyra walked out before she could see Jade on the screen waving. I mean, I'm guessing she's going to make her presence known in this Halloween Havoc show, maybe. Nathan and Dom brawled, uh, you know, around the ring, ringside area. Lash and Aura were, were on the horn with Gnome, and they didn't want to talk about Jakar being injured because that shows up and asks... Uh, about no one to talk to him, and they all just walk off, basically. So that was that, that. Let me go to SmackDown now. Knight and Heyman had a promo. It was decent, but I feel these promos more recently with Knight, that they're trying to make him sound like Austin and Rock purposefully. When he had his own original shit to him, then you could see a tinge of Austin and Rock in him. Now I feel like he's like doing the cosplay of them a little bit with these promos. Especially with Austin more. So Reigns is not there, and Heyman has to sell the match... And then, what made the promo like lose steam is Knight telling Heyman to get out, get out of here, and then wanting him to stay basically because he needed to tell him something. So, like it's already kind of unnecessary comedy going in about you know he trying to slap him so hard that hair turn gray again. He compares himself to Mike Myers, kind never never giving up and coming back for reigns. They'll have a contract. So, I hope this one's a lot better. This made me feel less excited about the match. To tell you the truth, because I don't think it was like that. I don't think this whole thing was that great. People want to compare him to Austin and Rock, but how about you give him a mid-card feuds that would have made him a legend before going for the world... To- I mean, they should have done it from the get-go when he got into the fucking main roster, but they had to fucking do discourse shit. This is why I said he should have won the US title or IC title to get a good run as a mid-card guy who would be larger than life. Like, if he beat Gunther, like, that would be more of a fucking big push for him... To like you know because he's an over character he beats somebody that's like basically a super main event guy, and then you can go for the world title. Now it feels like again with him if, if he loses it'll kill his momentum. And if I'm wrong then I'll admit it. But I don't know. You saw um, J- Jimmy later showing showing off what he did on Raw goes over writing plays. He's like actually acting out the plays basically. This is coming off really badly, but Cena came out for a promo, and this promo lost me too because now he's selling us on how he's not won a singles match in five years, even though he has won tag matches and countless singles matches at live events and dark matches. And yes, to me, they fucking count in this day and age. If cagematch.net has a record of it, it counts. But, see, the other sells on this, like, and this is why I hate this shit. This is like 2012 all over again. You know, and and now this time like he's gonna be over with the internet establishment. Like this will work for them. Solo and Jimmy basically came out to tax scene and basically Jay shows up in a Jay shows up in a mask with Superkick Jimmy, and this is where I was also pissed off because now we're doing Brand versus blend and all, all this finds Jay, and Pierce is Pierce is conviling around because they goes I knew something was gonna happen like this, and then all this gets Pier, Pierce and Jay to get kicked out of the building, and Pierce wanted Jimmy fine as well, but then why doesn't Pierce do it since Jimmy came to his show? Since so this is the one that's fi- finding, you know, Jay. I mean, Aldous and Pierce having a little feud with Dope, though, because they're both Dope NWA champions, but they could have done this better, but people are literally all over the fucking brands. It doesn't really fucking matter. So, this is the big angle, I guess. Uh, Anyways, Lashley hyped up Montez to win the match. He beat Santos. They attacked afterwards. I think they even attacked some of the guys there. Cardo had to make the save. Ray wasn't there. Later on, Ray wanted to go just Logan on his own, and the promo was not all that great. It was just a way of getting Ray to like be, still being a deadbeat dad, basically. And basically, the challenge was made for Crown Jewel. It wasn't one of like Logan's best uh, things. I know Logan will win the title, but I would have rather Santos and Ray feud for the title. I'm sure Ray losing and not needing LW will help facilitate the heel turn from the group. I guess I don't know. They had a pretty deadly vignette, um, and uh, vignette, and the brutes attacked during it, so, like, it was, like, attacking them in, in, in the editing form. So, it's continuing. Island Elba had another match, um, had another vignette about, um, about, um, you know, the curse on the title. Waller Th- Theory beat Grimes and, G- uh, and Dragon Lee, so another makeshift tag team. I'm not saying it won't work, but you need to have some character development to make us give a shit. Owens did a promo that was in, in the stand in the stands it was before SmackDown, so he goes over being on SmackDown and having a clean slate and hypes at the world a world title match. Which like we we have seen so many fucking times between Owens and Reigns. He goes over people he has not faced that he would love to face. It was fine. EO in the main event beat Charlotte, Bailey got involved, it led to Charlotte doing a spear into the title and EO won. The Heels beat Charlotte up and then Bianca returned. I made the save, this was fine, I'm, 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 you know, I'm not looking forward to what the creative they have, it seems like there's barely any for the women, but this EO rain is getting a bit better now with her getting the wins with Bailey's help, so these are giving it, like, you know, some type of residual effect, at least. Now, let me go into fucking collision, again, you know, um, I think this show is okay, But I'm starting to feel like this show actually makes me less excited about AEW because of Dynamite. There's a high from it during the week. And then when there's a bunch of other directions thrown out in collision, I don't know where any of this is going. And they're doing, like, a very Attitude Era-level chaotic booking scenario. And it becomes too confusing for me to know where uh, shit is going. And not in a good way. And it feels like every now and then uh, acts show up, uh, you know. And then they'll get a push, but then they'll take a step back. Like, like, like I knew Andrade vs. Brian would be dope, but I'm not invested in Andrade's character. Like, they've kept him on television limited where he, he does have some specialness to him. But because his him, him on television is limited where he, you know, look, because his booking is never concise, it's hard to get invested into his matches just because they're going to be good matches. Unless I'm invested into the characters and into the storyline of the match, I, I you know, I, I just don't fucking get into it. I think my interest in wrestling is really dying for real this time, you know what I mean? I know there will be other dope shit happening, but that will make me, that will make me excited, obviously, but it's more about the discourse and internet narratives that facilitate shitty booking for the purpose of this company just being a company that's more about the outside drama for the need to reboot the fucking Attitude Era. So they wrestle around, Brian and Droid wrestle around for a good while, until Brian gets a Northern Lights suplex, They pinning combo, they counter back and forth, Again, I, I, I had a jot down here, I do not want to jot down everything, I was eating dinner at this point. Even if this was a dream match, because they w- want to book a random shit without storyline shit being advanced. I'm sure it would be good, but I was not really investing in Andrade's character. There's nothing concise about his character's booking, like I said. Brian eventually get a bow and arrow, more countering each other, it leads to more aggressive strikes back and forth. Andrade didn't even do the tran- equal, tran- tran- equal, tran- Tranquilo smoothly between... He did it as smoothly as I said Tranquilo. Um, you know, um they they fight outside and Brian eventually gets a diving knee off the apron. They come back, Brian is still targeting the shoulder and stomping on Andrade, um st- st- stomping on stomping on it. Andrade uh, blocks Brian with um rocks Brian with the Tito's antenna like forearm. The springboard dropkick Andrade did to Brian and knock him off the rope was probably like, you know, a great spot. Probably the best spot there, no I'm joking. There's better those better spots. He did a moose to the outside, he does a starship pain. It's called Split-Legged Moons... Okay, Split-Legged Moons... I'll yeah, again. I thought it was... I, I put springboard. I'm like, you know I just do Starship Pain. Because that's... You know... I forget, I forget what forgot what's called at the moment. Brian avoids a suplex. Superplug knocks him down... And, and gets a missile dropkick. Andrade gets a couple of dragon screws. He initially... Um, counted the roundhouses with it. Andrade gets a figure four... But Brian avoids it. Andrade gets another dragon screw. Brian got a bell lock. And Andrade escapes eventually... They did a tree of woe diving st- stomp spot. It was a good setup. Uh, he does multiple double he does double knees in the corner. Andre did a double moonsault. Then he does, and Brian counters, then he gets a stomps, and then gets a label lock. Andrade gets a figure four, and then turns into the figure eight. They had miscommunication in the back elbow spot, but they kind of recovered. Brian gets a roundhouse. They counter pins for a while, and then Brian gets another one, then wins. I got, I, I would I got oh, a dream match. But nothing definitive can ever fucking happen. Like, dude, the, like winning with pinning combos has been, it's, 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 chop battled and winning, winning with pinning combos constantly has been getting really bad, man. And then uh, they shake hands, and then the lights go out, and Malachi Block appears and gives Brian a roundhouse kick, and the lights go off, and the BC come to the ring. This would be a recurring theme of the night. Like you clearly had Brian feeding with Starks and now this is happening. Plus Mox returns later in the end to make the save and he has a few with Orrin Cassidy going on. But this match was really good, I guess. Even in storyline narrative, wouldn't Andrade have saved Brian since he has issued House of Black by default? I don't know. They showed respect, there's like some like there's like you know what there's no residual heat on on the House of Black for feeding with Andrade. It's hard to get invested in the house because every other month they're off television and there seems to be issues. And because I feel like it's a work behind the scenes, it's like they purposely fumbled the booking. First, it's just block, but then Buddy and Brody showed up later for the FDR attack. This match was good, but the thing is, putting a, putting the dream match moniker, in it was kind of stupid. They could just name the match, and then, like their match in two thousand eighteen was good, but it wasn't like I, could, it wasn't like this match where I go, I can't wait to see this one again. Then we saw FTR in the match. It didn't last long because the house of black appeared. First black did, turns black again, and the whole house was there minus Julia. The triple, the, the triple team FTR. Brody uses his cast on them. Then FTR will show up in the main event when Brian. Well, when Brian got involved after the tag match with Judah and Claudio and Bill from the start. It feel like we're building to a ten man tag, and then we'll have more chaotic booking and becomes like all o- it, 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 it keeps going all, all over the fucking place again. People think think because things can get chaotic, it means that it automatically is good. Chaotic shit shit can be good when they don't overdo it, but it feels like a bunch of shit just being thrown against the wall. And of course it's being done on purpose because we need to make this about how Tony Khan doesn't know how to book because we need to dumb down the billionaire and make them seem like they're incompetent, which actually helps them, but most of the... but most of the bad faith actors who dominate the discourse are people who fake hate on Tony Khan, anyways, and they do in the least threatening way possible. So the main event was Starks and Bill versus Judah and Claudio. Starks was avoiding getting in the ring, but Judah eventually gets uh, gets it going, and Judah had the advantage, and and uh, and got and, and it got going back and forth until Bill comes in, and you think Claudio'll tag in, but Judah wants to go toe to toe with Bill. They have the advantage over Yuta. He was faking them off, but then Starks distracts them us so Bill knock Yuta off the apron. They have the advantage over Yuta. This is not the most exciting match at first. Starks pull Claudio down from the apron. Bill gets Yuta with a boss man slam. Eventually, Yuta gets a hot tag. Claudio gets a nonstop uppercut. Larry gets in the corner on Starks. Claudio marks the top ropes, uh, tight rope thing that Starks does. Claudio did his hot offense outside before the picture and pic- the second picture in picture. He comes back to head control, starts voice the Ricola bomb, starts gets the tag. Bill rocks Claudio with the t- lariat. Claudio counters a bomb from Bill. Bill uh, counters his shit. Yuta and Claudio do a double, uh, a double team shotgun, but Bill kicked out. Uh, Yuta and Bill went at it for a bit, and the heels had the advantage. Yuta countered the Rochambeau. Eventually, Bill got a, um, a power bomb and got a near fall. Yuta eventually take Claudio, who knocked Bill off the apron, hits a running Larry on Starks. Yuta and Claudio do the swing dropkick combo. Bill breaks the count. They get rid of him before they can do the fastball special. House of Black show up. I, I messed up earlier. I said that, you know, Brian came out after the match, but I, I, I can't... I said, I said... No, sorry. I, I think I had it right. Hold on a second. Brian did come out after the match. The, the House attends Claudio over the guardrail. Starks wins with the Rochambeau on Yuta... House of Black attack, and then Brian comes out, and House still has control, um, you know, on, 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 on this, and they beat them down. The FTR come out, and they still get dominated, and finally Mox shows up and, on the, and, and help out. Starts with the one that's left in the ring, he gets beat up by all of them, and Claudio kept swinging him as the show basically closes. So I'm sure we'll get a multi-man match, but it just feels so fucking random with the booking. It feels like we have five different feuds going on, and I feel like because there's more shows and pay-per-views, they're going to keep these random feuds going and watering down the booking, so you can say they have some built-in storylines for whenever they do these matches. But it's hard to know who's feuding with who, and now they're combining feuds, and I honestly, it doesn't come off as appealing. And this kind of booking being done is on purpose to hammer home the structure conversation, and it's more about sabotaging your own booking so people can act like experts online who are connected with the company because because they're part of Punk's ilk. And they're taking over until he gets back. Basically, I'm all for letting House of Black being a threatening stable, but I feel like this happens every couple of months, and then, and then and then their push is done. I don't know. It just I just don't give a shit about the online establishment narratives now. So, Mog did, Mog did get, get into it with Orange Cassidy when he came up for his match for Battle of the Belt, since, that was, since the, you know, that was the main event for Collision. So, they keep keeping one of that alive, too, and Orange Cassidy the one that's coming off more of the villain than that a little bit. So, Mog has that going. I guess that keeps him out of the 10 man, because I imagine FTR, Brian, and Claudio, and Yuta versus House of Black and Bill and Starks will happen on Collision, maybe. And Starks is see it all over the fucking place as well. This shit doesn't make me excited, I, I was just more excited about the Orange Cassidy and Mox face-off, because there's, you know, because there's been a fucking well-built storyline for that, even if they had to use systemic injuries to get there. Darby uses promo to, uh, shit on the internet fandom, because there are comments about, about, um, Nick being too young, and then, um, you know, about Nick being too, all the criticism about Nick, and then Darby said their words won't mean anything when you're dead, basically. And then he aligned with Christian. And he ended up listening to those fans, listen to him, because he tells them you know, he, t- he tells him to come, come and find him on the on Dynamite when Tony Khan gives Sting a gift, and he thinks what it, if he, if he, if, he, if it is what he thinks it is, he can't wait. I didn't want to recap word for word. This is fine. Though. I guess the internet are the heels because this is where the online shows activate. But maybe if Darby explained, these people are paid to do what they do. I could you know, I could, but I can see the heel element, but. This just feels like the fans are being blamed, which could m- make Darby actually look like the fucking heel in this.
1: You know. Sky, um,
3: S- Sky Blue versus Hollywood J. It was an aggressive back and forth. Sky has the advantage overall. She ends up um, mounting her punches. Holly got some pretty decent offense. She does a running knee to the back. Sky ends up getting the running power bomb from the top. She gets a code blue for the win. Instead of putting on another women's match on the show, they're going to like uh, wait for a dead hour of the Battle of the Bells where you get to see the title match. But this caused controversy because of the Hollywood, Hollywood gimmick. If people don't like the gimmick of a white woman being pretending to be a stereotype of a, what, what she perceives a black woman to be, they don't have to. If, but if you're advocating for this kind of heel shit to be in wrestling, you need a, then you need socially conscious characters to exist as well. Not that the gimmick was shown truly in this match, but when you build up your character in controversial fashion, then guess what? It works. People are thinking of you negatively. And if you want to have a nuanced convo about how the industry as a whole creates these gimmicks that seem politically incorrect, but they, have been, but, but they, but they seem like they're all independent... It's clear Hollywood J has been chosen by t- chosen to be the unprofessional, the bully, the woman that's playing what people perceive to be a character of what of, of a stereotype of black women. Basically, I haven't seen this gimmick too much in practice, but I know people have been shitting on it. I I get I get disinterested with these characters because the convo around it is not completely honest. Like we'll like we we will hate on her, but we won't hate the industry that co signed the gimmick. And then we have people who will defend the gimmick and tell people that it's okay because you group around black people. If people don't mind, okay, I understand, but not everyone has to fuck with it. People want to make these fucking gimmicks that are controversial, and then when they start crying when the gimmick do- um, does what it's supposed to. This is what the, the woman's reputation for matches on the show was. You could have just cancelled Bottle of the Belts and just put Will over the Statland on the fucking show. I mean, just least that Sky Blue's character develop a little bit more because she really is coming off on hinge where it's affecting her. The guns versus outrunners this was the, other than the guns just being more aggressive in the match. They basically storms and they hit their finish, whatever. Uh, the devil shows up on the screen, the lights go out, and it comes back on. Nothing there, but Switchblade is kind of spooked out a little bit. The commentators think it's proof that the MJF's behind the whole thing. It was fine, but did, they, did this move the needle? And we couldn't get another women's match on the show. Like, would this match be better in the ratings than any of the women's matches, since that's the excuse all the time, but... I mean, this keeps the angle open with MJF, and I wonder if MJF is actually really behind it. Is someone else fucking with Switchblade? Does Switchblade organize it on himself? I'm, I'm glad we're getting more, but I think whoever's behind the Devil's Mask needs to attack someone else and move the story forward, I guess. Or if Cassidy and Statlander preview their fucking match, and Statlander wants to, like, like you know, do the, um... ...squatting, you know, in the interview... ...and Orange Cassidy doesn't really give a shit, really. Jared versus Kingston in Memphis Street Fight. Dave Brown, Lance Russell's announced partner... ...was on the commentary, and Jared talked shit to him. They at least had the weapons set up... ...because it'll save them time from, you know... ...going out looking for weapons, you know what I mean? Kingston's faying them off on the ramp. His back body drops lethal. Hits a bunch of them with the kendo. He kicks in, in the sing in the nuts... When Singh blocked the k- kendo shot, the heels get the advantage by using weapons on Kingston. They had a table with popcorn set up. Dave Brown actually thought the concession stand was right there by the stage. Kingston dumps uh, hot dogs onto him. Jarrett used a guardrail to hit him with. Karen gets involved and it lets Lethal get a cutter off the stage to the table. Off, like, off, the, off the stage, essentially. During the picture in picture, your Jarrett um, did an elbow on Kingston through the table. Um, Jared's using a lead pipe on Kingston's knee Karen was doing good character work By yelling at different people in the crowd It felt redundant But he, but he was using garbage cans Podiums One of the chairs are against him I guess I don't know Jared uses the figure four Kingston's almost passing out from the pain Kingston turns it over Lisa does an elbow drop But Kingston moves out of the way He fends him off but then Sanjay gets involved at some point. Kingston's doing the machine gun chops like a lot of them. He backfits Jarrett before using the guitar. He counters Lethal's injection, Lethal's injection with a half and half. He smacks Sing with the guitar. Then Jarrett does a stroke, and it was just an airfall. fall. Lethal comes in and Melts Eddie, um, Eddie with punches. Jarrett nails him, and then Karen slaps him a bunch of times. Sing choke slams him, and then Jarrett does a stroke. Then Lethal does the lethal injection. It was a chaotic match. Got the job done. You could have just let Lethal win the non-title match instead of giving to Jarrett because then he should just get get the title shot then, Jarrett. I think promo-wise, Jarrett would be a pretty dope challenger, but I would have just rather Lethal be the one that beats Kingston in a non-title match the same way if you wanted to do that. But this made Kingston look like a badass having to f- fight through all this. And if you don't like the result, that's fair, but can people stop pretending that this was some burial when he lost like like a G with like all the shit they threw at him? I don't mind that they had the weapons out because I think oftentimes people t- take from the match, um, take from the match by stopping to go and get weapons all the time. I think, it, it, I think this came off like a WWE, like it came off. It, I think it came off like a WWE setup because it felt more gritty. But in storyline, the reality show producers would want this chaos and they would want this all set up, maybe. I don't mind this, but this promo afterwards was very much like a pro wrestling where Eddie Kingston made me excited for the lethal match. And this could also help, you know, get Leto to go babyface and get him away from the stable. I don't mind the stable, but the stable has not been protected enough, so I'd rather Leto go on his own. So Kingston cut the promo afterwards, and he tells Leto the reason he made him go, go through hoops, because he call, Leto calls a man he's not related to uncle. He asks how his mother and father feel about it. The J he remembers was the one that was in love with pro wrestling, the mission that they all loved that doesn't love them back. They used to be Jay, and then they started hanging out with the carny son of a bitch, Jeff Jarrett, and Sanjay Dut his lapdog. He screams he used to respect Jay, but Jay is no longer a pro wrestler anymore and calls him a Jarrett's bitch. He tells him not to bring them to their fight. For the title and tells him not uh, and tells him not to bring Lethal's parents to the match he screams his she screams the name over and over again jamar it'll hurt him most that he'll have to beat Lethal down in front of his mother because the sad thing is is that he'll he'll cry she'll cry for him, but not because he's beating her son but because Lethal deserves it. This is a really good promo and it sold me for the match. I hope this changes lethal too, even if he he cut a good cut a good promo on the after um show. Like, you know how they show promos after this, after the match? They should have those on the YouTube channel, man. I don't know. Acclaimer went back to a kind of tells Lexi, instead of the battle of the belts, why does not she use her belt on him? And the acclaimed freak out and Billy apologized. they basically call out the JS guys, brats, and they aren't winning the titles, Bones, calls Matt Menard, Mr. Potato Head, and basically just hype up the match, basically. Miro versus Andretti. C.J. Perry sitting at ringside. Miro dominates with storm strikes. Andretti lands on his feet from being tossed across the ring. Gets a bunch of drop kicks. Andretti got a forearm smash mid- mid-air by M- Miro. Nigel did a throwback to Heenan when he would announce that Shawn Michaels had left the building to say that, uh... I forget who he said that. He said that, said, about. Said, uh, I think he said, uh... Ricky, did he say... Uh, no. I think. I don't know. Miro got a bunch of larrys. He throws them shoulder first into uh, shoulder first into the corner. I didn't think this needed to go to picture in picture. They need to be be much going. They didn't even be going. there didn't seem to be much going on anyways during it. Other than Miro ta- asking Andre to hit him more, basically. They come back. Miro's trying to put him in a sleeper. There was more back and forth than there need to be. This should have been Miro's first victim of a kind of thing. Miro got low bridge outside. Miro hand springs. Um. No. Uh. Andretti handsprings, him, um, handsprings into him to knock him off the apron, then dives out onto him. Miro catches his crossbody with a And Andretti ends up getting some near fall with a pinning combo. He does a spinning DT, then a shotgun dropkick. He does a 450 Miro kicks out of it at, w- at 1, basically. I was getting less interested as it was going on because I just think this should have been over. Miro gets a torture rack move and then gets a the thrust kick and then the game over for the win. I thought this should have been shorter because I wanted Miro to just destroy him. Like, you could have had Andre look good, but I thought Miro should have finished this, this sooner. On Battle of the Bell, CJ is going with Andrade, so now I don't know if this leads to a match or just a feud in general. Because if he was supposed to be substantial, maybe CJ would approach him last because other clients on the list will get destroyed, maybe. But I thought this one should have uh, made Miro get the job done sooner. I think Andrade got too much in, but it's not, to, not to bury Andrade, but it's just more about Miro being super protected, basically. J. S. Promo Lexi asks if they're on the same page. Anna uh gets mad and sure that they are gonna win. They're on the same page, Matt. I makes a sarcastic joke about how they're on the same page. They had coffee this morning. It was a good time because there was no dancing. Then Anna gets sick of this, and then Parker's walking out, and um, and and then um, uh, and then Parker's walking out last, and then Ruby Soho and him kind of flirt about like they bump into each other. They kind of flirt about, about being the same family problem, and Parker says he's gonna win a championship at the end of the night, and at, 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 at least uh, basically he says he's gonna win a championship at least. Basically, and Ruby tells him to go out there, and, uh, Ruby tells him to go go out there, and, uh, and uh, tells him to go out there basically, and, she, and she, she's gonna get her shot. And Ruby reiterates about wanting to be a champion. And she's kind of just yelling about it, and I guess she's getting a fucking uh, a women's title match on fucking dynamite essentially. We see another LFI promo, um, vignette going over what the business has been about. He, uh, he, they're in some office talking, right? Russo's in some office talking to Jalisco and Preston. He goes over learning their style uh, that the, the company learning over their style of like no them going over the AEW style of wrestling, and they're, they're too dangerous for television. Basically, it feels like an excuse for why they'll get pushed now that Jalisco is officially signed with the company. This is a decent, I guess This will excuse why they will not now get more of a push, I guess. But I hope the booking is more concise, but everything has to be chaotic. And which is another guy who has not had the best booking. So I'm guessing the formula will be that they show up, get some big moment, and then they lose. And then they'll be off television again. I'll go into Battle of the Belts, Orange Cassidy versus uh, you know Silver. So Mock gets into Orange Cassidy's face and shoves him. I think Orange Cassidy bumped him first, though. So you know what I mean? So, they make you know that that happened eventually. Or, uh, or Cassidy, um, um. And Silver go back and forth to the advantage until Silver hip tosses him across the ring a couple of times. Orange Cassie does a head smash um, head smashes gives a turnbuckle. Silver does a standing vertical from the second rope. Silver had Orange Cassie up um, on one hand on the, on the, off of the apron when Orange Cassie was on top. Orange Cassie took most of it during the picture-in-picture. He kept getting up with his hands in his pockets. He eventually gets a Michinoku driver for a near fall. He does the slow kicks. Then he picks up the steam by you know speeding the kicks up. They exchange pinning combos, Orange Cassidy counters something into the stun dog and the beach break. Reynolds hits Orange Cassidy with the title, but it was still a close call. Silver does the airplane spin power bomb. Orange Cassidy trips Silver but into the corner and then nails and nails him with a punch for the win essentially. Orange Cassidy later cut the promo about Silver kicking him really hard. He called out Mox for getting in his face. He doesn't care about Yuta, and if Claudio and Brian want to start a fight, they can fight Claudio and Brian and Claudio and Brian versus Okada or Orange Cassidy on Dynamite. So that at least set up Brian and Okada, I guess. But but it's like BCC's involved with like the chaos, uh, the you know, with Chaos' best friend, and their moments with the House of Black and Starks and Bill. Like I said, it's it's getting uh, confusing as fuck with all these feuds. Like it's just it's too much for me. But this match is fine. You know, I'm looking, I'm I'm looking, looking Orange Cassidy more, uh, as the aggressor basically, and becoming a bit more heelish, because he's clearly gotten Mox. He's clearly the one that gotten Mox's way first, and then he's claiming that Mox and them started it basically. Again, Andrade is being interviewed, and Super Perry interrupts him and said that he he could become the biggest superstar, and the most handsome. So he'll see where this goes. I, I hope they will make something out of it. If they don't if they don't build feuds and go extra long with it, they certainly, you know, know how to just do random booking for like a week or something like that. They added niece versus uh, Tony Niece versus Joe. Niece is starting to cut the promo for the crowd. They do the shtick of the of, you know, the eating habits and they're gonna do group training. Joe drops on with the flat, like a flap like a like a flapjack. Nice has a macho man guillotine. Joe walks out of the way of a moonsault, and rocks him with a lariat, then he does a muscle buster for the win. And then Joe basically challenges MJF for a title shot. He basically did a repeat of what he did with Punk, essentially, when he cut a promo. It's like he kind of changed the script a little bit from there. So this is another fucking title program we're get going to, and not knowing what exactly is fucking happening. Another guy who's, like, throwing out challenges, and we don't know if he has anything to do with the attacks going on. Maybe Joe's the next victim in this shit, I don't know. Something tells me that with all this, it's just going to be, like, Jack Perry or something like that in the end of all this. And I'm confused if this is separate, or does this all, like, tie into the same storyline? Willow, this is probably the match of the fucking night for Battle of the Belt at least. Stantlander gives Willow the kiss on the cheek for some reason. Willow does a, uh, a waistlock takedown. Willow then shoulder blocks her down, but Willow was looking uh, at the... But as Willow look at the hard cam, Statlander gets up and wags her finger at her. The match was kind of like, the match felt kind of random at first. She did a slingshot elbow. She does a pendulum moonsault. This is, and Willow then the um no Statlander does a pendulum moonsault basically. Willow gets the advantage by doing a cannonball onto the steps. It's seen back and forth during the break. Willow does a rapid uh, rapid fire at lariats. When they come back, Statlander gets a running shooting star. She does a uh, uh, she does a corner to, uh, offense. And then she, uh, Blue Thunder Bombs for a near fall. Willow finally gets the pounce. Sandler counters something into a DT. Willow gets the Death Valley driver from the top for a near fall. Willow does a choke slam, tree slam in the corner. She does the Brody's barking before she does the cannonball into the corner. Sandler countered the, 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 top move, the top move shit with the power bomb. Then she does a shooting star press from the top for the win. Willow's gonna shake Sandler's hand and then Sky comes out to stop it. But Willow still does it as Sky looked pissed about it. This is a really good, probably the highlight of Battle of the Belts. Basically, um, I know Willow is still fighting through the effects of the mist and keeping more positive vibe, while looking like you know, while still looking like she's affected by this. I'm I'm imagining that Sky is going to be the one that gets mad at Willow soon for not embracing the darkness, and they have a feud. But this is a good match. You could you could have stopped Battle of the Belts from happening, and just put this match on the main show as well as the Sky Blue Squash. But, like, I sound like I, t- I talk in circles wanting more women on the fucking card when the industry is run by misogynists. Then it's like you'll never truly get a concise women's division, even if the women are, t- are killing it with their character development. For some reason, we can't get Athena on, all- on any of these shows, but we can have all the ROAs champion all over the fucking programs. And the thing is, I'm not going to be like, oh, this company doesn't know what they're doing. No, they know the problem. They know what they're fucking doing that's what's fucking pissing me off, even fucking more about this shit and then acclaim the versus two point oh and garcia i couldn't get i i couldn't get them all but caster mentioned park um parker can't go near school something about John morant taylor Brooke, They did his with the the Memphis mascot it it was it, it was wasted on um i don't know if i was thinking um Oh uh, yeah, with the cold, I, I don't know what I was putting here. A, 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 basically, Anna got in the way of the Garcia doing the dancing spot, and Anna gets sent away, basically. I just didn't really give a fuck about these matches. I really contemplated at this point if I should just do full recaps again, but maybe they just just do on pay-per-views instead. The heels got the advantage. It seemed like Bowen's got some control during the picture-in-picture. Garcia was literally walking over Bowen's... Uh, Back and then, um, back you know, um, like back and forth. Eventually, you know what I mean. Like he was walking all over him, which is actually pretty good. Like that, that was actually a pretty good thing. Bones eventually gets his hot tag to Billy after a back and forth. Billy gets a basic offense. They do the scissor me timbers on Matt Menard. They all scissor on the heels the tag. Garcia stopped himself from dancing. He got rolled up by Max Caster. Garcia gets a bunch of aggressive strikes. Dumps him on his head. Does a lariat? He gets into the crowd and just he and he gets, he gets gets into the crowd starts dancing, and then he does it again and helps Cash get out of an attack. Billy gets the famous turn and the acclaimed to the magic killer like Liger bomb for the win. This is more about continuing the storyline with J S guys, but this is just an empty defense for the most part. I I barely gave a shit about this because there's just too much wrestling going on. Anyway, this was Battle of the Belts too great. Maybe the women's title TBS matches was was better. And I'm, I'm going to go, it's already 8.46pm already, so peace out.